1: This Week in League is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobile's League Live, the ultimate NRL app for league fans putting the NRL at your fingertips. News, scores, TV viewing schedules, match day information and more. Search for Sportsmate in the App Store or Google Play to download League Live today. Good stats. This week in league, Corey Parker's retirement may only free up 100k from the Broncos' official salary cap, but it frees up 100% of their cunt of a human being allowance.
2: The fan bases of 15 clubs left with just a semi, as a Fijian winger declares his loyalty to the L's. Following the success of the
1: Tigers buying all the hookers strategy, the Roosters commence their buying all the mediocre halves strategy
2: with the signing of Luke Heary. And we preview all the action for round 16 of the 2016 NRL season. All that and more, this week in league.
1: Welcome to episode two two seven of this week in league. I'm Nate and I'm Jay. Welcome again to all our new listeners. Thanks for stopping by. And don't forget if you're a new listener and on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, give us a shout. Or if it's a friend or whatever, give us a shout. And we will uh, get the guys some instant followers and uh, instant buddies to talk footy with, and probably put shit on them. And you know, vice versa. It's all good. Um, the mailbag this week, uh, random. It's it's a random hodgepodge this week. I will say, at um, Warriors suck balls. So I followed the biggest tiger at the biggest tiger and got all his recommendation to follow Gronk's AKA the New South Wales rugby league and his legion of masturbators. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Um, Sam the Warden. One of the biggest laughs of the year from this week in the league was uh, Jay's deadpanning look of been in that position regarding sexing it up. Uh, this wasn't meant as a sledge. It was generally great delivery. He had the X-Factor. <laughs> uh,
2: See? He goes in to give you a hug. Yeah. yeah. And it's the squirrel grip instead. Yeah. Oh, I love
1: it. It's just like, it's a big, it's, it's just, it's a big, warm bear hug. And then, and you, you're on board with it until you feel the finger up, you know, just start to fucking slide down your crack. <laughs> at, at Stuart Mahler said, oh, Suzuki sells a model of the Vitara called the RTS. I presume it costs overs to buy And breaks down Halfway through the first year <laughs> Kick it the hunt Regarding the whole um The <laughs> It's unfortunate this week That the Cowboys had a buy <laughs> So that we didn't get any Cost Jason You know Nothing with cross, cost Jason Yes But um, Kick at the hunt Regarding that, that Hooker's conversation He said Austin or Reynolds May not be any Joey But both would be A better nine for the Blues They could provide The ruck speed that's needed there's nothing to. There's nothing about Reynolds <laughs> to me that says you know innate ruck speed. Maybe, yeah. I mean, I, I. I think Robbie with, crystal clear instructions and like some kind of way to ensure that he followed them,
2: like the instructions he had in the Tigers last game. Do this, yeah. Or you're playing Reggie's for the rest of your career.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And. You know, um, and he kind of, any, any kind of did it for the most part.
2: Look, the, the thing with Joey was Joey was the sort of guy that would get into dummy half. Yep, and you know that he was going to put the ball exactly where it needed to go in yep. the quickest possible manner. Um, yeah, you know, nearly every single tackle. Yeah, I'm not sure Reynolds is that sort of half.
1: No, I don't know uh, if Austin really is either, and
2: I don't think I'll, they're yeah,
1: both more and, ball running sort of guy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, yeah.
2: yeah. So, um, <sighs> well, right, right idea. If you yep. had to pick one of the two, you'd definitely go Austin. Probably just based on his size. Um,
1: and, and Reynolds has had a go to him. We, we know what he's. We know what he offers. Yeah. Not not a great deal. And yeah, he was. You know, he was present during during the uh, the streak breaking
2: win and everything. T- to his credit, I reckon Reynolds more more so than maybe anyone in this New South Wales team. He's the guy that's gonna dive through a flurry of boots and, and bodies to dive on a loose ball. Yeah, yeah, that's true. You know, he, he's going to get to that ball before anyone else, fuck if they're closer or not. Yep. He'll bite and claw his way through and... Yep. I think, but, um, yeah.
1: Doesn't no. necessarily make one a, a good hooker. Yep. Matty McP, 25. Jay should do it this week in men's hairstyles podcast.
2: It would be a very fucking short podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Don't have a man button. <laughs> yeah. There you go. You just heard every See episode. See next week. <laughs> See you next week. This episode is brought to you, <laughs> you. L'Oreal because you're worth it. <laughs> like, <fuck> it. <laughs> you know what? There's a YouTube video out there somewhere, yeah. and I forget what show it was on. It might have been on that Amy Schumer show. Okay. I think it was about men with ponytails. Okay. And they had a guy who was an urban samurai <laughs> and he had a ponytail and he, he was one of those guys that yeah. you know wore the kimono everywhere and
1: Oh fucking really he was he took it that
2: far. And had the like had the ornamental swords on oh the wall at home. God. It's fantastic. I'll find it and tweet Twitter.
1: Yeah, all right. Um a Slippy underscore eel. Next thing will be Corey Norman walks out to pursue a career as a top male model. If that happens, I quit. Actually not hoping. Obviously, this is regarding the uh, the, the, the semi situation. And um, I'll tell you, Slippy Eel, he is the most devout. I don't know if there's a person on Twitter that's more devout towards any player than he is towards Corey Norman. Just tremendous. Uh, Pecco Nicolo. This week in the league, be catching digis. Why digis be catching feelings? Hashtag real talk let me tell you i could fucking go further on that real talk this week i found myself blocked by the seagulls' fucking account this week and um, i don't know i'm not exactly sure when it happened because i i didn't remember a time because i'm people retweeting stuff by the seagulls and i'm seeing you know how the twitter shows like the almost the whole tweet that you know like Know, this person's tweeted this and you can see the whole tweet I'm seeing that so I don't know if it's because I'm using TweetBot and, and not the official Twitter app maybe the official Twitter app locks everything down rigid as fuck and you, you know you can't see uh, but look I've got a dozen Twitter accounts motherfuckers you never get rid of me but um, I thought it was very funny though because I don't actually really tweet them with much stuff I do now but um, <laughs> like, I never really tweeted with much stuff I can only assume that they were looking at the, the results driven business uh, hashtag and just just blocking people that we were like all around
2: it or like, retweeted it or... Well, I think it's now up to the Tool Nation to start tweeting manly on your behalf.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, do it. Because Wayne Cousins is a fucking bitch. I don't give a fuck. Like, you know, that fat cut off I fucking smash you. Like.
2: <laughs> Honestly. Like. Yeah, but it... Like, it... It really... It really does go to... To the fact that clubs don't understand social media. At all. When they have it within... Like, because that... That person... Yep. is realistically yep. a data entry clerk. Yeah, pretty much. You know, whilst whilst they're on Twitter, they're supposed to be data entry and customer service. Yeah, exactly. And they shouldn't have the power to block Yeah well you know, supporters on behalf of the entire sporting operation. It's a good thing, like for me, like the it's
1: it's a it's it's lucky that the rugby league clubs make so much money, and they can afford to lose like the the kids memberships and the adult season tickets, and yeah, and, and the the revenue from jerseys and whatnot that would otherwise, you know, that, yeah. that would would probably now go through like your fan gears or places that yeah. are actually cheaper and um, don't benefit the club any, in yep. any way. So, um.
2: <laughs> now don't get me wrong, there should be a blanket policy, and if there's any sort of you know bigoted, sexist, racist, homophobic stuff that yep. comes through, then the club. Should be yeah. happy for those,
1: and I don't people. think that, that should be, and I don't think, I, and I don't think there should be any tolerance of that stuff anyway. I mean, yeah, I think, right. I think, I think they should unilaterally be able to go, oh, yeah. you know, the guys, you know, like homophobic, or you know, he said something racist, or something like that. Yep. That sh- that should be that should be fine, but when it's just the, you know, it's supplying. It's not even abusive, is not like comical <laughs> comic, comical feedback on poor performance, which venting fan, fans venting is like, it's just a fact like, of life. At
2: worst, it was yeah. dry and condescending.
1: Yeah, and, and the, you know, maybe it was extra hurtful because I was using the fucking owner's words that he used to justify Axie and Tooby, that was the whole fucking point.
2: I can imagine whoever that fucker is <laughs> yeah. in traffic, driving like an... Absolute cunt. And when people are beeping them, he's in his car talking to himself. Oh, you're blocked. (laughs) Blocking Uh, you. (laughs) Oh,
1: you're blocked. Can't hear you. You're muted. (laughs) (laughs) Sad little prick. But yeah, like so. I'm. I (laughs) I don't. I don't need their their updates because, quite frankly, everyone else has got better. You know, any update coming from a club is, especially like we've seen from Parramatta through this semi situation. I mean, what the club says is just spin. Yeah. Like that's not news. I mean, news comes from other people. Yeah, so, that's it. so it doesn't worry me. I thought it was funny, and um, and but even funnier than that, because I'm certainly not Robinson Crusoe on the fans, and especially like you know more you know bigger, bigger fans that you know spend some serious coin. Like that blocked that blocked a guy that I know. He went like you know on all the World Club Challenge trips, and like literally. He was he, in in two thousand around two thousand eleven, um, and maybe even years later that he went to every single he was he went to every single game every season. Like yeah. he lives, dude lives in Sydney. Went to like you know, New Zealand mm-hmm. if they played in Perth, Perth in North Queensland, yeah. Brisbane, yeah, everything, yeah, yeah, everything. But they also be funny and all that. That's that's fans, but they actually blocked my mate who's on the board as well, which is hilarious. So fantastic. <laughs> so yeah good one for that Yanis um, underscore Mateus just found out I'm having a boy wanted to name him after all 17 players of the 2010 St. George Illawarra team and I was shut down hash so unfair well I think well, if you, you, you're naming him after all the players of that t- I mean well <laughs> you know, naming a kid AIDS is probably illegal <laughs> I mean there are names they put blocks on like you just can't do it no matter you know, yeah. how you like yeah. so um yeah
2: yeah, you, you got to get more inventive than that. Yeah, you got you can't go to your wife and go. Oh, I want to name our unborn son after every every single player in the you know only winning side the Dragons are ever likely to have in the next fifty years. Yeah, you, do something like get get a word made up of their initials.
1: You know, or Say, you, or you get come up with a name that that is created from their initials, but it's actually like a real name. So, like, I propose that we call the kid Jamie. Yeah. But that, you know, might stand for, you know, like, uh, you, know, like it's got, you know, Jason Knight, you know, you, you know exactly. what I mean? Like, it's, uh, or then, yeah, always it's Jamie Sauer. And then and, every
2: know, time someone says the name, you can have your own little internal giggle.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you, you can know? think, and you can be like, yeah, the reason I put that name forward is because you know, the, the kid's called Jamie because of Jamie Sauer. Yeah. Or or whatever, you know, called kid Princess because they not Ben Cray or something. But, you know, the daughter <laughs> Princess. <laughs> what,
2: what?
1: <laughs> <laughs> Whatever, whatever it yeah. is, but, you, yeah, I mean, like, because, oh, I mean, the story, you know, you, you, you motherfuckers know this, so I mean, I've, you know, I, I, I campaigned hard, hard to get Menzies as a middle name as my, <laughs> my son, like, <laughs> I thought it was, just, I thought it was, like, a, a foregone conclusion, like, I was like, well, what, it's a middle name, who cares, but nah, just fucking, absolutely, yeah. fucking you know, staunch, like, um,
2: nah. Yeah, that, that's probably a, a benefit
1: your child growing up well f- she was like you know it, was, it reminds me of like you know like you know, more political like you know this is in the Prime Minister you know Menzies
2: yeah and I was
1: like well, that can be there you go that's uh, that can be your thing that's you, what you can you, say it is you <laughs> can... <laughs> <laughs> and in the end he's, he's you know he's, his name's his name and he's and, and you know his nickname's Killer and you know Jamie Lyons so, I mean he's fucking you know I still You'd
2: I still win be even when I lose giving a middle name of Beaver <laughs> Beaver like the, the amount of one-liners he could have when he sort of got to university age.
3: <laughs>
1: Notice it the Beaver Machine. Yes. <laughs> uh, um, where are we? R-Pop. Shh. Glenn Hall's work ethic got the Cowboys over the line. One of your best, Nate. LOL. Great laugh to start my Friday morning. I just wanted to put that in just because I, when I said that. It was addressed directly at you, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm glad you actually. I'm glad, I'm glad you were there to catch what I was putting, what I dropped down there because I, I dropped it completely and only for you, uh, Grasshopper four seven four. Shirt will have I hate I hate rabs and a pick of Gus Gould. That, that cunt should be in a home too. So um,
2: greatest rugby league mind. Yes, yeah, so to yeah, yeah, grace you, wear, the planet. you
1: you've yeah, you've got a couple of months to get that shirt. Uh, you do know, figured out and
2: you no, know, you can't have anything crad- to do. It can't have gas on it. Because then people will confuse that because they have their little fucking perfect strangers arguments, or odd couple or whatever <laughs> that fucking show was. Um, yeah,
1: so you line. just say you just need yeah. to have you just need to have rabs on it as well, do you? Yeah. or just the words.
2: Oh, just, I think it's just I. I <laughs> but remember the whole I thing was rabs. the the hipster
1: thing as well, so it has to
2: be like yeah, have like oh, the. Oh, <laughs> it's hipster hate. It's hipster hate.
1: Oh. What it needs to do is somehow incorporate deconstructed coffee, uh, like you know, hipster beard, um, fucking I don't know, what
2: else? You could have a picture of rabs in different pieces. Yeah. Deconstructed rabs. Deconstructed (laughs) rabs.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Fuck. Um (laughs) spasmanaut S P A Z, M A N A U G H T, Mm. Spasmanaut found you guys by accident a few weeks back keep up the random shit and bagging farrow he's a gronk <laughs> <laughs> go to the bunnies hashtag hash rocks <laughs> um you're going well until the go to the bunnies thing but um,
2: <laughs> welcome welcome Look, sir so i can forgive the odd go the bunnies yep
1: that uh that, that that account again at s-p-a-z-m-a-n-a-u-g-h-t get around uh james dean as he has his name now i'm sure that's his real name so you know thank you sir for returning from the grave to listen to this show Lovely. uh Devonhead. Is Mean Girls Jay's favourite Lindsay Lohan movie?
2: Oh, Lindsay Lohan's my favourite train wreck. So, yeah? Yeah. As far as train wrecks go.
1: Yeah, like, I'm a, I'm now I'm more like a kind of a real guy. <laughs> 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 but, um, hmm. Yeah, so, so I mean, that's, that, that doesn't speak no, to Mean all, Girls being your...
2: All, all I know is that that's a movie about girls in high school. They, how they're bitchy little fucking bitches
1: yeah exactly
2: um, Stuart Mahler in quotes
1: this is talking about Wade Graham ban ends Graham's origin dream never mind just get another dream work for Hayden <laughs> GT351 underscore John's should have had a boyhood dream of not taking peptides, which <laughs> led to Roid Rage, forcing him to miss his state of origin debut. Eat a whole bag, Wade.
2: <laughs> he had some very, very good tweets about oh, Wade Graham last week. And
1: and just, and and just his tweets just about Cronulla every week, are always like that kind of vibe, like, you know, Roids, you know, that sort of thing, peptide munching, you know, <laughs> they the, terms that often recur. But uh, it was funny, and then uh, BeerBoy182 tweeted said yeah, so when you mentioned the GT St. John's was like a, a real hater of the sharks, I went back and had a look at his tweets. He's put a screenshot and it's just like peptide cheating can't but like just tweet after tweet after tweet. It's hilarious. Um, talking about the, the decline topic last week, Earthboy75 said, I was surprised no one mentioned Jamal Idris in your decline topic. Also, Maranta, world all star to Q Cup. Look, I don't think Class Maranta was one because that World All-Star thing was just, like, a fucking default. Like, yeah. they were looking for, like... You know, if like if it was Weekend at Bernie's, they were, you know, Bernie could have played... <laughs> like, they were just looking for someone to fill to fill a hole yeah. because no one played. <laughs> like, that was just Dropout City. It was, like, <laughs> it was like fucking Western Sydney school. It was like somebody dropped out of that game. Um... Giannis underscore Mateus any combo about never made it which doesn't include Moses and Brooks is as pointless as Loz's selections the win origin hash hopless I think you're yeah, hopeless sir. look I think it's a bit too early to say that like you know Moses and Brooks are never made it I mean like I'm the I'm the biggest critic of, you know mainly trolling Clint of course but come on these guys are still going in their careers and stuff like it's a bit too soon just you know to talk about Yeah. I mean yeah. You know, if one of the fucks off to England in the near future then yeah sure hmm yeah, you can you can say it then, you know, when they they give it up, but no. Uh, Paul Mack underscore seventy-eight. Greatest players who never were, Carlos Falinger and Tau Tao Monger. Monger especially, mm. he was very he was was he the next Greg Inglis when he was at East, or was he or was he or was he better than that? <laughs> He was, he was very highly rated he was one of those ones that was like you know a, a rampaging like you know leg, leg drive tackle busting guy like yeah yeah you know, like Conrad Harrell sort of you know like, and then what he went up did he go to the Cowboys or something like at some stage and just never happened for him it's true I don't even remember fucking Carlos Flying, to be honest I don't know who he fucking played for he uh, clearly didn't um he didn't get uh, you know approach that next GI thing anyway like, at least in my yeah in my perception um you know mileage may vary if you play for your side of course um, Devonhead, Brett Furman was touted as possible next New South Wales slash Australian halfback got hurt, got hurt and was never the same that's another thing like touted I, I never like I think of him and I never thought yeah. he was anything remotely
2: decent good there's, there's some players I do remember as being oh well, you know the, they will be like the yeah. Tim Smiths of the world yeah, and, and I, yeah. I
1: remember that Brett Seymour he was always going to be a couple of times he like he fell off the rails and then he came back yeah. and he was going to be again like you know no yeah no, never was. Um, this week in X Factors, it's going to be a short one this week because a lot of there's a lot of crossover X Factor stuff It was on other topics, so like it appears <laughs> elsewhere in the show, so it doesn't just condense down to this X Factor you know section. But yeah,
2: it's like AIDS. Yeah, it just it gets into society, and all of a sudden, it's just in <laughs> in in parts of society we don't expect it.
1: It's not related no. to X-Factors either but like last week there was a little bit of misconception out there from the <laughs> listeners like there was a lot of people going oh what was that movie the Jim Carrey movie you know about where he kept seeing number 23 no Jay didn't say that oh. he said where, the, where Jim Carrey keeps seeing a number or something keeps seeing a number, seeing a number. Yeah, yeah and like it, I mean, it's obvious that like so, the, yeah, it wasn't like Jay inadvertently said the name of the movie and we were, yeah. you know, to fucking relax. So,
2: what was that movie about the wars that go on in and around the stars? No. <laughs> no,
1: no. I mean, those those tweets were, were fucking hilarious, though, from start to finish. <laughs> <Really>. <laughs> hilarious. They had an X-Factor to them. At Wally Frogmore, I love it when the term crosses over sports and countries, even. And uh, this is talking about the UFC. They had the... Um, the panel show uh, leading up to the to the event on uh, on Sunday, and the the panel were talking about you know the fight the main event fight coming up, and they had like a, a graphic over the front and, and it was like um, the main event X Factor, <laughs> and it was like you know Stephen Thompson's athleticism, and yeah you know, that was like <laughs> which is funny because Stephen Thompson's white, and yeah you know, one thing I found in the UFC in particular, I mean usually like if you describe someone as a, as athletic that's just basically the default like, like x Factor's is a term that we're using down here yeah. that's like the default term that like Joe Rogan would use to describe a, a muscular black person yeah. so athletic yeah okay <laughs> <It's> like, yeah <laughs> um Maddog underscore no space I love it when the Broncos players troll Jared Tavita Pangai Jr at T Pangai on Twitter wouldn't mind seeing Bryce Cartwright playing game 2 man has skills and what you what do you call it um hash X Factor
2: well this guy's obviously a complete fucking idiot <laughs> doesn't well, deserve to uh, play first grade he
1: doesn't all. have he doesn't have X, I mean he's probably been dumped I mean Wayne Banner doesn't stand for that shit I mean like what happened with gay guy and those guys like you know yeah. that, he's just seen the tweet he goes mate he's tweeted X Factor we've got a no tolerance policy at Brisbane Broncos <laughs> fuck off to Newcastle <laughs>
2: If you wanna do something Broncos like <coughs> like have a three way in a nightclub toilet, we can talk.
1: You can walk away from that provided one of the holes is assigned to my boy Fluffy. <laughs> I mean as long as as long as Darius is getting his, I'm prepared to cast a blind eye over this whole situation. He wasn't at the helm though, no. that was that was like in you know, the the hen or hook sort of era though, wasn't it? Around it then. Oh, that was not that wasn't a Wayne's watch, I think. Well, because well, if you think what about it, he, Wayne, had, he had how many years at the yeah, Knights? Was but he had because, three years at the Dragons before that. So, I mean, was that's a it long...
2: because Darius came up to play Brisbane that he was involved?
1: Look, honestly, I don't remember because I'm not, I don't lose was a he at, lot of sleep
2: over who yeah. the Broncos
1: players are spit roasting.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Spent a lot of time in that club in uh, in Alumbra. Yeah, yeah. We, uh, yeah oh, yes, yeah, of course, the day, Alumbra yeah. bar. Know that, uh, know that bathroom well. <laughs>
1: Yeah, and here you are, fucking snorting coke off surfaces <laughs> where Broncos have been rubbing their fucking balls. <laughs> you've basically, you've, you've you practically—I mean, given like the connectivity of the ear, nose, and throat—you know, biology—you've practically sucked off Darius Boyd
2: <laughs> every time I sneeze. Now I'm going. Fine.
1: <laughs> um, this week in Luke Dawn, um, boys are on this week. Next week they're off. Uh, the ESL kicks back in in you know, a fortnight. they got the Challenge Cup some finals this weekend.
0: Um, so, yeah, they'll, they'll be off next week and, uh, and back the week after. But here they are for this week. Nice one, gents. And hello, Twill Nation. Tom and Mark here, as always, with your whistle-stop tour of
3: all things ESL. We'll start on Thursday night. It was a low-scoring affair. Witness nil, Wigan 7. A seriously depleted Wigan side showed resilience to tough out a win against a witness side with a serious cause, case of the dropsies, letting at least four clear try scoring chances slip through their hands. Union bound Josh Charlie grabbed the only try of this low quality fare in front of England coach Wayne Bennett, who won't have learnt much from this game. Okay, they may have just sacked their first
0: team coach, but Huddersfield was still able to mount a decent lead before being pegged back by free-spending Salford this week. New giant Tom Simmons must be wondering what he's let himself in for, uh, but his new side, ably led by the evergreen Danny Bruff, did just about enough to deserve a 31 points to 30 victory over the Red Devils.
3: Also on Friday night over at Bellevue, Wakefield were beaten by Leeds Rhinos, 32 points to 6. A massive effort from Garbert, Galloway and Singleton in the front row were um, key in giving Leeds their most convincing win of the season. It was almost like we'd gone back to 2015 and maybe offered a glimmer of positivity that, that will encourage James Seguiaro towards the amber and blue.
0: And it was a case of another grand final dress rehearsal, another letdown this week as Warrington took on the Catalan Dragons at the Halliwell Jones Stadium. Uh, poor game management, penalties and the conspicuous absence of fat Dave Taylor all played into Warrington's hands. Wire to their credit, had enough razzle-dazzle from the likes of Gidley and Sandow to get over the line for a 20 points to 18 win.
3: Uh, Meanwhile St Helens were 48 points to 16 Victors over Hulkington Rovers Swifty the cartoon dog had a personal haul of four tries To help Saints to a second half comeback And a big home win Albert Kelly offered some threat for the Robins Amid news that he'll basically be their only hope Of a late top eight push this year all the Queen's horses and all the Queen's men couldn't put Campo together again as King Biscuit, Terry Campesi is ruled out for the season again.
0: And it was Castleford 22, Hull FC 24 in the final game of the weekend. FC confirmed their top four place with this scrappy win. Missing the likes of Cicamane, Hull were in fact outscored in terms of tries but Cassie's poor field kicking let them down on a day where having half-back Luke Gale in the side might well have made the difference for the Tigers.
3: Yeah, and that tough win for Hull FC keeps them top. Two points ahead of Wigan, uh, a further two points ahead of Warrington and Catalan. Defeats for Wakefield, Castleford and Widnes in positions seven, 7th and 8th. Uh, opens the door slightly for the bottom four to still make the top eight come the Super League split. But it looks like a long shot for Hull KR, Salford, Huddersfield and Leeds as the games tick by. Next week we will take a break from Super League for the Challenge Cup quarter-final actions and then we'll be back with Super League in two weeks time thanks boys and of course get around them the podcast Super League Pod at
1: Super League Pod on Twitter give them a follow and uh, give their show a listen and if you you know same, same situation as us man if I can get on there throw some reviews subscribe all that good shit help the boys out um, we'd appreciate it um, it's funny while we're <laughs> just having a chat then <laughs> off the air <laughs> About, of all things, you know, <laughs> rappers getting sucked off. Um, I had a text, or a text come through from my wife. And then she's a, put a famous on the show. <laughs> she's obviously listening to my booming voice up there as she's working. And she sent me a text that said, I stand by that decision, no Menzies. <laughs> <laughs> <sighs> so, yeah. I talk soft am when I talk about her I'm going to just whisper I'm, take it, I'm taking the voice down
2: like this and I talk about her and you fucking she's not my dad well it's good that you only text me completely disrespectful stuff about her and you don't say yeah. it on the air yeah that's right exactly
1: we keep on the down line, just text it to each other we pretty much only text like <laughs> <laughs> pornography and, and just wrong shit really <laughs> um Facebook Scott Scott, I, won't, I'm, I I don't give people's last names by default Just in case They want to be incognito But Scott sent us a, a message He said "It all, It's always pissed me off How well spoken DC is You're a footballer mate Go piss in the hallway or something <laughs> Also the way he sits up in that box With a smug smile Like he's just graduated Successfully graduated From political school Whilst his team's getting flogged Makes me wild And I hate Manly <laughs> Thank you sir I, I think having You know Well spoken young ambassadors For the game is a good thing Um and you know he's well, he's smiling. He's not he's not smug up there. He's smiling because he's he's, he's thinking of me. And he's like, oh, Nate's no, going to be fucking loving this. Yeah. Like I can oh. I can see he's, I can see him tweeting about results-driven business and you know making t-shirts and and all that shit.
2: I tell you what, <coughs> let let's take this situation for example. Yep. Because right now, yep. I'm basically doing exactly the same thing that Daly Cherry Evans does. Yep. And by that I mean sitting on my ass. Yep. And if someone was giving me 10 mil, <laughs> I'd have a smug as fuck smile on my face as well.
1: Yeah, and you know? diamond encrusted, and, and, and because you'd be sitting, you know you wear diamond encrusted underwear. And I was just,
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, could have next time he's up in the box, yeah. and manly fuck up, and he smiles, and yeah. he's just got grills. <laughs> he's just, fuck <laughs> just lifestyle. out. <laughs> Biscuit life, <laughs> <sighs> but I also
1: think that he's 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 earned the right to 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 smile. You know I Everything mean? because I mean the only reason that dude gets injured is because he decides that he has to be prop hooker like, he has to be everything on mm. the field and do everything I mean obviously he, he feels the pressure that comes with you know the, the marquee status in the club and when he's surrounded by a, a pack of cunts who are either not up to first grade because they're replacements of replacements of replacements for injured players or they're just you know just shit cunts in the first place I mean then he's like okay I've got to drag all these fucking cunts with me and and the same thing happened to Matty Parcell this week too so
2: where was Matty Parcell born? Which Yeah, it? yeah,
1: he's, he, he's uh... I, I, th- I think he might be... Um, I think he might be switch Boys. all yeah, the way. Yeah, OK. Yeah. Um... So yeah, so yeah, another another Fuck. another, another um, hooker that's not going to be playing for New South Wales. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Uh, what else we got here? Um, memberships. Well, the shirts arrived today, so the components are starting to land. Uh, the shirts look magnificent. The shirts are um, fucking unbelievable. Jay's got his shirt. Um, I actually haven't fished mine out yet, but I um had a, a smaller one made for for my son, and he, he wore it all day today, and I have Bang. one made for my daughter, and she's like, I'm wearing it tomorrow. So nice. And they they look fucking great. Like the print on the back, I and mean, it just it just they're fucking really really I'm really happy with the way the shirts came out man they're fucking great yeah. and uh, so the rest of the stuff's going to be great too and uh, yeah, it'll no doubt be arriving you know over the next week hopefully and get these motherfuckers out also the um, straight out of Tool Nation shirts they arrived at the same time in the same shipment so uh, those if you're getting it in a membership I'll probably just you know send it all together uh, if, you, if you're someone who's not a member but getting one of those shirts and that's cool I'll, um, I'll figure out who's who and I'll start sending them out over the next couple of days so they're not too far away at
2: all and uh, Now, just quickly... Yes. Um, when was the last time you threw out the email address? Because I know we get a lot of tweets when we get a lot of Facebooks. Yeah, yeah, Have I, I, well, yeah. Have the
1: emails done down? Okay, um, well, we, we, st- we still get emails, like... Probably, like, 12 to 18 a day from um, Ben and Tazzy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: oh, Jesus, AIDS. Hey, it's killing me. Fuck. God damn you, Tom Hanks. Um... <laughs>
2: But um, but for those that don't have yeah, Facebook or easy uh, easy as you can get hello at thisweekinleague.com. dot com hello at thisweekinleague.com. dot com
1: you send us an email if you find if you find that you know you 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 would like the more the long form capabilities of of Facebook with it, but with anonymity yeah then by all means, send us an email you don't mind fucking love getting emails um, if you've been blocked by your club we'll listen yeah. oh we'll we'll listen we'll listen. That's funny, a lot of other clubs don't do that, do the blocking thing as hardcore. Some do. Like the Eels, they're, they're pretty fucking hard. They're a really? pretty quick trigger on the block. But, um, yeah, let us know your blocking situation. I've seen some <laughs> people, I remember was it was it like Billy Boy 887 he said a tweet last week that was just fucking tremendous and so abusive towards the Knights. So like, have you been blocked? And he tweeted back and said, no, you had not been blocked by them yet. So it was, Wow and obviously the knight's digi's got a thick skin,
2: thick you skin. Know what? They know which side their bread's buttered on.
1: Well they well, no they don't. That's the thing, they should. <laughs> they should, but they don't. <laughs> but that's okay, cool. I mean if they're gonna make a profit without it then you know, best of luck to that's them That's it. Just I mean, with the people who've been blocked from Manly, um, what I would da- say is continue the strong support for the football club and make sure you're a, an FC member. And I think it costs like twenty five bucks a year. And once you've been a member for like three years, you get you know you have voting rights and things like that. And it's actually like on things that are important, like the colours and you know the emblem and playing out a Brookie and stuff like that. So that's actually important membership. Uh, the actual like the the proprietary limited membership where it's just like get some merch, you know. It's not as important at all, you don't have to line the pens pockets at fuck at all, so uh, keep that in mind. News, uh, first story, <laughs> this, this semi-saga that happened over the weekend. When did it actually start? Did it start on Sunday? I remember I was off the grid, though. I was out and my phone was dead. and like So I was off the grid for, for several hours. And I think it must have been Sunday afternoon, early afternoon to evening yeah. when it happened. Because I, all I remember was I, was I was off the grid, came back, plugged the phone in, and started seeing this talk about Semi.
2: The Twitter word is that... Um it was broken Saturday night... Okay. ...by The Mole... ...who has then gone on this afternoon... ...to say that all the haters who bagged him for releasing The Scoop on Saturday... ...should say sorry. The mole could fucking say... And then 20 minutes later... ...the Eels released a press release... ...saying that Semi will be back and playing with them for the rest of the season.
1: Yeah, yeah. So... The story, I thought, I thought Wheeler was like he was like the point the the point guy on all that shit. I don't know, but the story was basically like Semi um, had a pre arranged trip home to to Fiji uh, see the family because the Eels don't play for quite you know, with Origin and like they had their game and then, you know they're not playing again until mm-hmm. with the bye this weekend they're not playing until like That's second it. second of July so they got like another you know sort of ten days or something. And let's know, face it,
2: that whole team can do with some R and R. Yeah, you would think so. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Um, and so he was going to Fiji, but the th- the key thing was apparently he's telling people at the airport, like, fuck I'm not coming <laughs> back, yo. I'm, 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 going to, I'm going to play France, you know, rugby in France, and which uh, is hilarious. And from what I've heard uh, from a number of different places, that, conv- that actually happened. That's true. He did say that. But the Eels immediately came and said, well, look, you know, the standard thing, like, what could they say? Like, as far as we're concerned, legally... He signed with us until the end of 2017 and we anticipate that he will be fulfilling that you know, contractual yeah. obligation and so forth. And then, you know, like the rugby things keep going and then the story keeps going, you know, he's coming back, he's not, he's definitely going, he's coming, and a bit of, you know, vacillating over the weekend and, you know, and, and Monday. Today it's been confirmed that he will be returning home to the Eels and, uh he will play against the sharks and he will see out the remainder of his eels contract which runs until the end of 2017 yep. and that comes from his manager george christodolu um, i have a feeling this is my my the, they sent the integrity unit boss nick weeks to the manager to talk about you know ramifications, I guess, if he was to walk out on league to play French Rugby Union, and there was too much smoke, like, you know, linking him with Bordeaux and, yeah. you know, like, specific club and things like that. It's way too, it's way too much smoke, but um, to the point of Parramatta, we're, we're considering letting him play with Bordeaux from, like, you know, sort of now, and yeah. you know, come back in April, play next year's season, yep. but if we let you do that, you need to sign three years, Yeah, you know, so an extend. So there was all that talk as well and all that stuff is kind of private so I think the main thing what happened here was that they got in the manager's ear and the the NRL in general and they were just like look if he does this he can do do it like there's nothing we can't really do anything to stop him but if he does it, there's not going to be any Sonny Bill Williams fucking redemption yeah. or like you know reconciliation yeah. here. It's gonna he is, he will never play rugby league again. <laughs> End of story. Just as
2: a hypothetical, you reckon they would have stuck to that?
1: Uh, I, uh, I think uh, I'm not sure. When have they ever, when have they ever taken a crazy strong stance on something and reversed it? Because, like, Sonny Bill was never like, you're gone forever. and he, There's none no, of that, No, 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 right? no.
2: But that's what I'm saying. If they said yeah. to him, yeah, okay, well, you know, you're gone, and we never want to see you again. Yeah. And then, in 12 months, 6 months, 18 months, Yeah. the scoops start coming out going, Semi wants to come back to the NRL. Um. Yeah. Well,
1: honest, honestly, I don't I, I don't think they'd go back on it. And the reason is, Semi's a good player, but he's, by no means, he's just a winger. He's not yeah. a total package. He's not a guy that's like, you know, incredibly marketable. Um, you know, English is not, is not great, so he's not that kind of like a, he yeah, can't be a media yeah, entity yeah, and that sort of thing. Yeah. Where, so I don't think that he's just, he, I don't think he's a total package in terms of like, you know, like a, a player, like a marquee player that you that you would, like Sonny Bill on the other hand, yeah. opposite. You know, yeah. like well spoken. Yeah, on that. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so that so they may, you know, may backflip on him because he's. Used, but the the thing is, the game, the game lost. Sony Bill didn't suffer one bit. They lost. You know, Carmichael Hunt, Israel Falao didn't suffer. Not yeah. not even the slightest little bit.
2: Look, I'm I'm happy for taking that stance because it's like yeah. you have said, no one player. Is bigger than the game.
1: Like Greg Inglis could fuck off the rugby; It would not matter.
2: No, not wouldn't really. matter.
1: Jonathan Thurston could fuck off; the it, it wouldn't matter. The game would they would they would backfill the gap, and there'd be chat, there'd be newsprint about it for like a month, and then he'd go and do his thing, and then yeah. whatever happened, life would move on. Australia, you know, the next the next guy would come up and yeah. play for Australia, and he would be forgotten.
2: You know, if, look, if that was the case, then every time a great player retired, the game would run into turmoil. Exactly, and that just doesn't happen. Exactly, you know, exactly.
1: So. So um
2: yeah um from Parramatta's point of view though I I really do think the best thing they could do is say to Semi look we need you to play out the season yeah if you then want to go and do whatever you know that's that's fair enough do it properly and we'll welcome you with open arms yep uh, because he's the Australian winger yeah and he's not the sort of player that you'd you'd not want yeah, yeah sure. back in your team. Um and you'd hope that they put something in there and I'm not sure how they do that. Oh, they probably can't even do that if he's completely off contract. Yeah. Where they get first crack at him. Yep. Yep. Um
1: but you'd No, oh, I mean there's been arrangements in place with um you know, the eels releasing, you know, Hayne.
2: Yeah, but that was goblet. when Yeah, that was when they they released him.
1: Yeah, but yeah, but that was kinda like you know stipulations come in into the competition. Like for example, I, th- I don't think Hayne, I'm not sure that he didn't he have something that they, they let him go, you know, to play the NFL I and mean, But if he came back, he'd have to have to go through them.
2: Yeah, but what I'm saying is the Eels aren't releasing him. He's playing out to the end of his contract. Yeah, yeah. So once his contract is over, then it's really only, you know, spirit and loyalty.
1: Well, yeah, that's the thing. They got to get You've got to get the end of 2017. And so by then, you know, you would hope that, you know, next year they have a better season. It's not, you know, no controversy with, you know, salary caps and whatnot. And so they, you know, they have a year where they, you know, play to their potential and fulfil their their potential and go well. And then that's enough, you know, then he'll be like, OK, maybe we can win a competition. So I'm going to re-up and, you know, spend the next three, you know, that sort of thing. But it's just what's it you know what's it over? That's the thing. Is it over money? Like it's because now it's all smoothed over. It's like no, he's coming back and he sweets the end of the year. What that does? It just essentially washes away everything that with, with the underlying issues that stops them from becoming public now because nothing's yeah. happening. So the underlying issues are just going to be washed away and, and yeah. just covered up, and so we won't really
2: know. Yeah, it, it may be as simple as he's he's well well publicised in sending a a vast chunk of what he gets from yep. the eels back to his family and his local community. Mm -hmm. Um, Was there any word on what the deal with French rugby was? No. Because you'd you'd assume it would be... Exorbitant. ...a fair bit more than what he's on Because
1: let me tell you, I mean, it's a far far greater culture shock living and playing rugby in in France (laughs) than it is playing rugby league, you know. In In Parramatta. Yeah, in Parramatta, English-speaking, you know, country with, you know, a lot of your countrymen around you and things like that as well, you know what I mean?
2: Yeah, yeah. So, um, um... it you know, could just be as simple as he saw an opportunity where he could make triple the money yep. in a short amount of time. Yep. Um, and he's then, l- and he's one
1: guy if he says to me, I'm just doing what's best for my family, I actually believe it. Yes. It's not it's not an excuse to change clubs just you know and, and deflect any you yeah. know warranted criticism. And, and when he
2: says what's best for his family and community, it's actually because of the natural disasters they've had there yeah. in, in very recent memory. Yeah. It's um, not like, you
1: know, giving his wife a fucking Range Rover or something. <laughs> <laughs> So yeah, look. I mean, well, I guess we'll see. I mean, more s- things are going to come out now. I mean, where there's smoke, there's there's got to be some some measure of fire. They seem to have stamped it out for now, but uh, yeah, I'll we'll love to see what happens yeah. at the end of next season. Especially if the Eels keep compounding shit upon shit.
2: I'll tell you what, if he goes to France, he won't have. Brad Fittler verbally blowing him every single Friday night
1: well, everybody blowing mean, him pretty much the channel Nine. T- I mean you know he gets these guys lined up like they're fucking like it's like at the echo and he fucking goes up to a fucking carnival <laughs> clown thing and then it's just like oh. <laughs> just mouths open just waiting for it <coughs> <coughs> excuse me damn his eyes. um Corey Parker says a fear of playing past his used by date has prompted a decision to retire at the end of the 2016 NRL season. He'll end his career after his 16th season of first grade and has a chance to move on to equal second on the NRL all-time list for matches played. The uh, 34-year-old has amassed 336 games since debuting for the Broncos in 2001 as an 18-year-old and could move past Steve Menzies and level with Terry Lamb should he play his side's remaining 10 matches and also get to play in four finals games. He had a chance to move past former Premiership-winning Broncos teammate Darren Lockyer's all-time record of 355 games had he gone on to next year. He's been in renegotiation for a contract extension, and Broncos coach Wayne Bennett said he was prepared to offer him another year on his deal. I just want to do things on my terms, and I'm fortunate enough that I'm able to do that, Parker said of his pending retirement. It's important for me to know that I walk away from the game that I love on my terms. One of my motivating factors going into games of rugby league is not to let my mates down. Uh, I don't want to ever get to a point where my mates are looking sideways at me thinking maybe it's past him. Park is preparing for his 18th State of Origin game for Queensland on Wednesday night. He's also played 13 tests for Australia. That's a dude that's actually had a career that's better than you would ever have expected yeah. when
2: he started, I think. Especially when... Got um, more useful with age. And, yeah, all, all, all conversations around his worth as a human being, of which yeah. I'm led to believe from many different and independent sources, there is none.
1: Massive cunt, yeah.
2: Um... Do you remember when he had that decline? You know, he got dropped from the Queensland origin yep. team and and it wasn't I, I thought that might have been like the, end. the end of him. Yeah. Um but he was what was that, three years ago, four years ago?
1: Yeah, something like
2: that. Um But but has really, you know, stuck in a lot of effort and yep. and come out and uh you know, in in the the last couple of Brisbane outings he's he's been the reason that uh, that they won their last game and yeah um, yeah probably could have gone another year
1: do you think do you, how much is it do you really think it's his decision or do you think he could have got another year on on vastly reduced money because you know Broncos have to upgrade and retain stars that you know who you know whose contracts yeah. probably you know need an upgrade
2: the other thing is he was from that generation of Broncos players that included Darren Lockyer, Shane Webke, oh, who, who never, um, who
1: never came off contract,
2: who never came, you off you never contract. heard about it. Like, yeah. you never, never ever heard about it. Yeah, um, real the, thoroughbreds. The Andrew G, and G <laughs> uh, fan club. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and and those players were all of a similar age, yep. and you could almost expect that he, he feels a little bit disconnected from the team at the moment because you've got these young guys coming through who are,
1: and there aren't a lot of, there aren't a lot of bridges really to that. Is he the is he the last of the fucking Mohicans on that front? I'm trying to think if there are any any other real bridges from that era. There's not really that.
2: Yeah. Yeah. So um, he's you, poppy. <laughs> <laughs> fucking tell them
1: stories about you know when they when they won a premiership. They're like, oh, fuck off, poppy. <laughs> 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 you old tea bag.
2: <laughs> so yeah, it, it could be it could be a number of reasons, but you um, know yeah, yeah frees up some. Was it twenty, thirty thousand dollars in Brisbane's official salary cap?
1: Exactly, and you know, I guess the thoroughbreds can invest in another highlight somewhere. Use that money
2: Yeah. <laughs> wisely. I saw him on a billboard today advertising the city of Logan. Okay. Putting on there that he raised his family there. Okay. So really, maybe that's his life after football. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Poverty, poverty-stricken real estate spruiker. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Trying to try to get the, the, the yeah, people into the wastelands. <laughs>
2: Populate the, the, the yeah. half life. The nuclear half life is that's over. A, have, have they got a ready made replacement for him, or will they?
1: Oh, I think they, they the Broncos find replacements for everybody, don't they? I mean, there's no such thing as a ready made replacement. I think for the the, the utility value of, of a Corey Parker, and I don't think can, you know, there's no one there at the moment that can, is like a one for one replacement. But they'll just you know they'll slot well, another it, forward in. They'll, another forward moves up. Another forward moves onto the bench, and you
2: know, on it goes. That's the thing. It, it is more of a a work role than a, a skillful yeah, role. You're yeah. not trying to, you know, create a uh, a half or a
1: Yeah, exactly. A hookup, exactly. I mean, but, yeah, they're uh, not they're not gonna mm-hmm. replace him precisely, but you know, they'll they'll certainly they'll fill the they'll fill the gap, no problem at all. No problem at all. Um, you now, this last story I had a couple of people approach me and say, like, you know, you know, please talk about it or are you gonna talk about it and that kind of thing on the show. Um, it happened you know, a little a little bit back now um in terms of the the news cycle but um a junior referee a 16 year old referee got um smashed while refereeing an under 12s game in sydney um by a a trainer for the other side so what happened this our uh, kurt portsmouth he, he suffered facial injuries after the alleged attack um and apparently uh, a 34-year-old trainer <coughs> lashed out at him in an under 12 C's match between the Engadine Dragons and Guymera Gorillas. Uh, the 34-year-old tra- is a trainer for the Guymera team, and I think what happens is in the junior in the junior ranks you can't send players off, but what the what, but what the referee can do is insist that a player is replaced. Okay, um, after this player was you know lashing out with his feet um, at an opposing player, so he sort of so he said to those guys like you know, you, this guy must be subbed out and replaced by a bench player. Um, his dad was a trainer of the, of the other side. So he's come on and basically fucking smashed him. 34-year-old guy smashed a 16-year-old kid who was the referee in the, in the face. Yeah, and um, so the kid was laid out, I think. And um, I think he got stretched off. And, th- and he had to be taken to hospital as a precautionary measure because he had a brain tumour four years ago, <laughs> this guy. So... So he's only hell. going to test it. oh, it's, it's absolutely fucking disgrace. So this guy's anyway, he's 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 got you know taken to the cops and he's been charged and he's uh, been given conditional bail to appear on uh, as you will listen to. It'll be tomorrow, Wednesday, June twenty second. Yep. So we're going to hear more about the story, but the guy's been stood down immediately and banned from all rugby league grounds in the Sutherland Shire, which governs the you know the the area in which those two teams play. Yep. But fucking like I'm going to be honest, like these days. I don't have a fuckload to do with to do with junior rugby league. Um, used to have, I, I was as a player as a kid, and then obviously and you yeah, know helping out, and you know when I was a teen and that sort of thing. When I was playing, you know, in higher in higher age groups, um, I had friends who were very serious, you know, with with their their children through there that I used to go to games all the time um, as I got older. Uh, but like yeah, like yeah, my son, he's no interest in playing football. He's a martial artist, and that's that's where he wants to stay, and yeah, that's fine. Um, and I'm kind of sometimes I'm like you hear the shit I was like fucking glad like, this, these, yeah. like these rank fucking parents who done nothing with their lives and want to live vicariously through the achievements of their, their little small Man. children on a football field
2: Yeah, i fucking Look, I'm, I have an insight into that world yeah and um, I don't, that's what I wanted to bring up too because I know my, you specifically do my oldest do. plays uh, he's under nines yep now and the the conduct on the field yep is a direct reflection of the parents. Yep. Um, and, and a direct reflection of the parents having the ability to, A, separate their behaviour with their mates from yep. their behaviour with As their As part of a team, yeah. Um, B, their ability to let their children <laughs> appreciate life without them. Yep. You know? Um, I'm, I'm more than happy... To stand back and say, well, hang on, that's your coach. Yeah. And so, you know... do listen to me. If, i got, got say, If you want a pep talk, I will always tell you that I'm proud of you. Yep. As long as you put in the effort. Yep. But that is your coach. Yep. And you listen to everything that man says to you. Yep. And you go out there and you execute it to the best of your ability. Yep. We'll talk in the backyard and, you know, run around and all that stuff. Yep. But when you're at training, when you're at the game, that's it. Yep. Do not... It, there's been a little bit of ref's fault creep into their team
1: yeah
2: um, you know oh the, the other team were playing dirty and,
1: and the coach is and like alright this is a, he calls a parents meeting and he's <laughs> like look this might sound irregular and it's probably going to go over half of your heads but any of you uh, by any chance any of you cunts associated with Twill Nation at all because <laughs> get a lot of refs fault from the kids and I'm fucking, i fucking I know I know what it, and, and you're there like
2: one of your fucking kids has refs' fault tattooed on his wrist. <laughs> um, yeah, no. It's a, uh, but the, the really positive thing is in his team. Yeah. Um, though we we stamp that out straight away. Yeah. The fact that, and you explain to them that that's that's another player there. Yeah. Who has given up their time so you can play? Yep. Because if there's no refs, you can't play. Yep. Uh, And there's been one instance where, it wasn't a parent that lashed out, it was actually a child that lashed out. Um, (laughs) A a kid on the field? A kid on the field. uh, We were playing, I think it was a Rana Hills, and they were beating them very, 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 very badly.
1: Yeah.
2: Um, And our boys have had the luxury, they've all played together since, you know, almost the first year they could play. Yeah, yeah. So they roll a lot of teams, just because they they've it. played together for so long. You know. They've got the spine. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> they're, they're the Queensland state of origin of the uh, Brisbane Under Nines competition. <laughs> uh, we're under 10s now. But um, th- this kid uh, threw punches. And thankfully, at, at that age, they were all wearing headgear, yeah. and they were all just haymakers. And there's not a lot behind them, all, you um, know, in terms of technique and, or power. And the the words that we had back from from his coach, who was... Pretty involved with rugby league yep. from a, a professional standpoint in his day job. Um, was that that kid will be rubbed out of the game? Yep. They won't be able to be registered. So they, you're 100 percent right. They yep. took him off the field. Yeah, they didn't penalise the team by making them a man down. Yeah, they brought another kid on. Yep. but he was ejected <laughs> for yep. the rest of that game. Yep. Um, and that's when you hear on the sideline the parent going off their yep. head, and all they did that day was hurl verbal abuse at the referee. At the referee. Yep. Which was just sickening. Shit, you
1: don't want the kids to be hearing it all.
2: And and then it just makes perfect sense. Okay. Yeah. So that's the mum. <laughs> yeah, okay, that that's why that kid was punching out. Yep. I so. would really love to see the NRL get behind this and just throw full force and keep it in the news media. Yeah. Sure. Because my worry is with our Short, fucked off attention span, yeah. and journalists not knowing how to actually report ongoing stories or, or investigate anything yeah. deeper than than shock value. Yeah, that it'll just fall out of the news cycle and it'll just become a byline.
1: It, it's, for me, it's, um, it's, it's it's the same as it's the same as like you know your 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 DVs and your sex offenders in the the main thing. Hmm. Once again, don't have a right to participate in rugby league, just, uh, yeah. kids. Guess what? Same thing. And you know, maybe it is a product. You know, you're, you've got you know fuck parentals. Yep teaching you how to live your life
2: yep
1: unlucky um yeah very unlucky that's it um your your parents you, you you're you rubbed out you can't coach or assist or anything yeah you know spot a, a on the game um and yeah i like i think rubbing a kid out forever is you know maybe if the, if the parents are, uh, are are completely rubbed out and can't you know appear on the sideline sort of thing right yep does the kid does that change you know what i mean like does the does the, kid cha- does the kid have a hope of, oh. of changing and becoming like a, a, a decent fucking human being? Or yeah. cause they're young, they're like, you know what I mean? It's not like a. Here's my thing. It's not like Robert Louis who's like a full-grown unit and then still decides to fucking, yeah, you know, kick definitely. people chicks through, you
2: know. Definitely, definitely, definitely. Um, but then how do you then have that child participate in rugby league if the parent can't come, yeah. come yeah. on the field? It's yeah. an unfortunate byproduct. Yeah. But unfortunately, playing rugby league is not a right.
1: Yep. It. You
2: know, it's a privilege And I think all kids should play sport Be it rugby yep. league or athletics Or yep. tennis or swimming or martial arts Whatever yep. it is, it's great for kids But, you know, there are consequences mm-hmm. And I, I'd, I'd really love to see the NRL take this on And say, hey, uh, we're supporting this young boy Yep. Um, he's going to need some sort of you know, counselling Just to make sure he's not um, too messed up yep. Did I read that right, that he was a refugee as well?
1: I uh, don't know don't know about that. Okay, I I'm not sure.
2: There's got to be some sort of race thing to it. It's Cronulla. But, um, <laughs> yeah, uh, I'd 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 like to see that that they they go through and, and really help and and assist with with any legal issues and and really yeah. take it as far as they can, you know, legally. Uh, but yeah, hundred percent. Fuck them off, get them out of the game, and the unfortunate byproduct is that their kids suffer. Hmm.
1: But um, uh, you know, that's for that's for them to reflect on. Yep. Parenting sk- their, their, their parenting skills and their, you know, things that have led them to that point.
2: You've got to pass the test to drive a car, but, uh... It's true. you just got to...
1: And if you fuck up, you don't get to drive a car for a period of time, and sometimes ever. Mm. Although some people get away with the fucking light in the
2: car. Or you get to run on for manly. <laughs> well, after yeah. blowing 3.8 <laughs> yeah, I tell,
1: tell you fucking fly spray learn fly spray has fix a broken ankle but we'll get into that <laughs> This weekend league is brought to you by Sportsmate Mobiles League Live, the ultimate NRL app, putting the NRL at your fingertips. News, scores, TV viewing schedule, stats, matchday information, fucking you name it, they've got it. And not only that, they should have it at a trolling tab because they've started pretty much directly trolling you, um, Jay. They they sent us a tweet that uh, this weekend X Factor, <laughs> Tarek Sims finally decodes the omnipresent <laughs> adjective, <laughs> mongrel spark and no tries. And they had a screenshot from the app with uh, with an article about. Uh, Tarek Sims wanting to be X Factor over at the Dragons and um, mm. yeah you know juxtaposed with his actual statistics <laughs> 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 which aren't terribly impressive and uh, so yeah once again much much love to Sportsmate for this yeah. yeah when they start trolling the hosts which, I mean, it's just it's just magnificent um had our Ben R forty seven tweet us and he said uh he tweeted them as well. He said just got the app. I love it already. I'm looking at James Graham's stats right now, and it's just like James Graham. And he's got on their height one eighty seven centimeters, six foot two, weight hundred four kilos. He's just like, at stats. He's looking at that. And, uh, and and no doubt furiously masturbating over them as well. You know, given that uh, props to his favorite position and James Graham is his guy. So <laughs> oh, fantastic, just tremendous. Do you have any any sports mate love you want to give this week, or can we get into the recaps?
2: Look the the fact that, the fact that at least that they've gotten on board with the fact that X-Factor is a piece of shit phrase that needs deciphering. Sounds
1: like, it sounds to me like they actually, um, you know, they've they put it upon themselves to, to actually try and decode it. So that's good. That, I mean, they, they want, they want to, it's almost like they want to justify X-Factor.
2: They're like Tom Hanks in that movie about the code. <laughs>
1: That had something to do with the you know re- the you know the, the great you know inventor artist and so forth. You know, uh, uh, I believe his name is Leonardo da Vinci, and uh, some sort of code revolving around. I'm not sure. Um, you know, I've, I've, I've no idea what you could be talking about.
2: No. But. Forrest Gump, Tom Hanks
1: But yeah, yeah of course. Yeah, There's one Forest Gump is that's that's the one where he was fucking on the on the beach with the volleyball, right? <laughs> Um, had, had a mate of mine um <laughs> email me last week. I forgot. I just remembered as we were having a discussion then. So I just uh, i brought up the email while we we're talking. But um, he said um. Listening to the podcast this morning, it occurred that your host was tied up on describing the unquantifiable value that Coot's winning experience would bring to State of Origin. You could dis- you could explain it to him that an identifiable but unquantifiable value that he might bring to help New South Wales win would best be described as X-factor. See the Oxford Dictionary <laughs> definition. A variable in a given situation that could have the most significant impact on the outcome. <laughs> <laughs> So he's taken he's taken your your, your unquantifiable locky cute thing rolled it up in X Factor. The actual the the answer to your your conundrum is X Factor.
2: No, it would be a benefit <laughs> to the New South Wales team, team. his his winning mentality would be of benefit to the New South Wales Origin team.
1: <laughs> See now you've got the winning now now you're actually clarifying things as winning mentality because <laughs> you had trouble with that and you cop shit about that last week didn't you? Yeah. With the unquantifiable. <laughs>
2: yeah. any Anything that's not an absolute concrete statement that, that inquires any sort of abstract thought yeah. To, yeah. to take context into yeah. account and bring together.
1: You'll take a kicking over
2: it. Yeah.
1: <laughs> um, but back to Sportsmate, of course, get on the App, sport, app Store, uh, look up uh, Sportsmate, and, and they've got so many good apps, but League Live is the one that we want you on to because uh, it is the greatest of all time, uh, NRL apps.
2: And talk to them on Twitter. Like, yeah. It is, it's that... That rare, with, where every every fucker in their uncle's got a social media account these days. Yep. But these guys are never too high and mighty to get down and in the trenches and. Have a tweet and a laugh with the fans. Exactly, exactly. Get on them.
1: Awesome. All right, very, very short round this weekend. Fuck, it was a terrible round of football. Like, just this disgusting games all around. Um, kicked off by Friday night's game of uh, the Eels 30 feed the South Sydney Rabbitohs 12 at ANZ, crowd of just under 12,000. The Eels 30 had uh, tries to Gutho, the uh, double to Bevan French, and uh, semi-redradra with tries. Gordon, four of four conversions and three penalty goals. The Rabbitohs had two tries, Alex Johnson, Nathan Brown with tries, Cody Walker, two of two conversions.
2: Yeah, the game started out as a, a nice contest. You know, two, yeah. two teams down on form, down on troops.
1: And Rabbitohs come back yeah. into it when they That's looked it. like they were gone, um, with actually a very, very good try, too. They,
2: they both had a very good crack at each other, um, but South ended up just suffering from the same issues they had last week. They, they could win the battle of the field position. Yep. And at many stages in the game, looked like they were coming back or on top, like yep. I said. But but they just had no idea how to turn it into points. There was no direction in their attack. There was no threat. They couldn't build any pressure. Um, the, the If you just saw their midfield performance, you'd think that they could get in there and grind with any team yeah. in the NRL. But there was just no finish to any of their sets. Uh, apparently, they did very well to hold on. In this one, I thought mm-hmm. there were a couple of points where the um, the the rabbits looked like they were going to come back. They didn't know how to finish it off themselves. But if Parramatta had gifted them too much, yep, then it the it would have been inevitable. Um, but it was South that ended up handing it back to Parramatta. You know, I think there was once I gave them um, like two penalties a row in a row, and then knocked the ball down and gave them a repeat set, and it was just yep. you. Not even the best teams are going to deal with three and four sets in a row. Uh, in, in the second half, but um, you know, big semi, that try of his, <sighs> yeah, and uh, that, that's why it shocked me a bit when I heard the news that he was leaving because he Cause like he looks to put be in like a truck cell so yeah. <laughs> on, on the field, yeah, yeah, um, but uh, yeah, look, I, I really enjoyed watching this game, um, you know, badly kept secret that I like watching semi play, I also love watching Michael Gordon play, yep. Um, and and he seems to be taking a much more involved role in the club in the last couple of matches. So yeah,
1: and there's still that talk that you know, like mid-season transfer to the Roosters.
2: Yeah, which look, um, I think he'll he improve any team he goes to.
1: Yeah, yep. Uh, yeah, professional old flash coming to the end, but I mean, dude's still got it. I reckon. Yannis um, and Mateus, uh, it's time to retire, Rabs. When the narrative team beats the pride of the league and both aren't in the finals. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Solzy 4 this parasite would be pretty good if not for the hashtag unpleasantness. <laughs> <laughs> the St George Illawarra Dragons 20 defeated the Melbourne Storm 10. Or should I say the Storm tanked to the Dragons' <laughs> Win Stadium crowd of just over seven and a half thousand on Saturday night. The Dragons 20 came from tries to Whitcup Kurt Mann, uh, Mitch Rain, Whitcup two or three conversions and a couple of penalty goals. The Storms 10 came from a double to Gunigugu and uh, Torhu Harris with a penalty goal after missing both conversions.
2: Has anybody checked for conflict of interest in the person who does the scheduling?
1: And, the and their relationship to St. George? Yeah. St. George have received a soft draw this year. I mean, it happens to teams. They get well, soft that's, draws.
2: that's four points. Yeah. That's four competition points yep. that they have been kissed on the peen with yep. um, in getting the Cowboys and the Storm yep. during Origin. Yep. And both At times, yeah. they were lucky to get away with it.
1: Yep. And this time ably ably assisted by um fucking Craig Bellamy. Yeah. In late late in the piece, you know, getting Munster out of there.
2: You know. Oh, he does he shafts people.
1: Oh fuck nice. my supercoach side. I mean well he didn't shaft it, he's like yeah, you know, he's, he's resting Munster. I was like,
2: Yeah, yeah. I swear I to god. Can't be fucked someone constantly. in Bellamy's past has had a gambling problem. <laughs> so every now and again he just fucks with people yeah, yeah. just to get back now
1: you feel uh. <laughs> now you feel the red hot penis of, of, of being dicked by the bookmakers you know, fuck your multi <laughs> but he I mean, that was literally that was literally there was no fucking injury or any concerns or anything he's like the origin guys are getting rest fuck it I'll give the other good ones a rest too might put us in better stead in the run home uh, but you know what there you go dragons fucking you can have it if you're good enough have well, it
2: do you know what it, it's not such a stupid idea, and I don't know why more teams don't do this when they well, have origin. Yeah, and like, let's face it, the, the Storm will always go into struggle, yeah, without their players.
1: Oh, but I mean, you put, I think, if you if you put like a Munster and um and Old mate, who the other one he sat out in, they'll they win this game
2: yeah, I'm, beyond a shadow not, of a doubt. I'm not sure they win it, um, but you know, it, the the thing that, that Craig Bellamy's done successfully over and over and over and over again is take. Uh, mediocre players or players yep. who aren't living up to their potential and, and elevating them to to the Storm standard of football. And I think any first-grade experience that he can give these younger guys is yep. a good one. Yep. So for him to say, you know what, it's origin round. In my plan for the year, I write off those games anyway because yep. I know I'm going to lose. You see, did you see the
1: post-match ones. press conference? I didn't see it. No. I'm just curious that his demeanour, like, he would have been fairly relaxed, I'd imagine, like... Like yeah, fucking yeah fuck cares.
2: <laughs> <It's laughs>
1: um Yeah, what about the referee? Who cares? That's it. Clearly they take the shit.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I give a shit. Oh, um uh sorry, I've I've left my ticket in my car, I just need to go <laughs> and make sure I'm still <laughs> But um you know the many a time I've said that there's during Origin you get players playing out of position to cover other players that are out. You yep. Know, you know, he's he seems to just be in, in acceptance. He's He's, uh, you know, zen enough to go. Yep, we're gonna lose him. Yep. Fuck it. Throw some kids out there.
1: Uh, okay. Um, ben R forty seven. Even though that game was a terrible one, Vunivali deserves Rookie of the Year for his twelve tries in eight games.
2: Fucking Gunny Gugu.
1: Like, I like, am happy for Gunny Gugu to get on the ballot, but I mean, it's we're halfway through the season, so you know, just it can't be far. You know what
2: he looks like?
1: I know you want to suck him off. Like, last no. week, you fucking told us how classically beautiful he was. He
2: looks like if Grace Jones had a sex change. So what you saying is he's beautiful. He could have appeared in a Conan the Barbarian movie. <laughs> or James Bond movie. <laughs> and would not have looked out of place.
1: It sounds like he's appearing in <laughs> uh, in, uh, in, in, in Magic Goonagoo XXL on your face in your dreams at night. Oh, <laughs> uh, <Thank> um, <laughs> I know you Jay <laughs> hey, hey, you, you the fuck me man right <laughs> Come on Jay <laughs> He just mashes any way mash up and he's like come over here and fuck me up <laughs> <sighs> <sighs> Manny ass p twenty five Tarek Sims undefeated as a dragons player So <laughs> You start getting around Tarek Sims, that's gonna, that, that kind of, kind of behaviour is going to come back and burn you, sir. <laughs> Honestly, you, you'll be cursing the cunt out within a fortnight, mark my words.
2: <laughs> that's like taking a piss, leaving his zipper open, and asking Stevie Wonder to do it up for you.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, it's like co-hosting this show and throwing terms out, like, cost Jason an x Factor, <laughs> and expect him not to come back on you. <laughs> Wally Frogmore. Star players out or not, you can tongue my Gucci purple cheeky <laughs> guns. <laughs> Look, and like, I'm not going to take it away from the dragons. I mean, it is very satisfying to beat the storm. You know, I've, I've been there many, many times. Yep. Um, it's, it's uniquely satisfying. I mean, I don't know how you feel about beating the storm. I don't know. Do, do, you, do you really have a thing? Do you really have a thing with it? No. Like, like mainly, obviously, they got a, You know, they got a thing with the storm, so it's it's very satisfying. You know, to to beat them doesn't matter how either team's travelling. It's just yeah. it's great to beat them.
2: They normally pound us, so any yeah. Anytime they don't put four. And on I those. mean, the
1: dragons obviously. You know, going back to '99, that that would be the yeah. that would be where they've got it. I mean, <laughs> yep. you know, dragons brought that shit on themselves. Though. I mean, it wasn't like they got their rest folded or anything. Come on, <laughs> uh, Benny two seven. This game could be early contender for Vuvuzel over the Year. Hashtag Cripple Fight. Oh.
2: That's you know what that game was?
1: Absolutely harsh though yep.
2: No, that it it was. It yep. was like trying to watch a man with erectile dysfunction <laughs> have sex with a postmenopausal woman with a fucking Gobi Desert badge. It was just never <laughs> gonna happen.
1: It sounds and like just, what do you describe to me is what is what is what I imagine when when Rabs and Gus have conversations with each other. That's that's pretty much the same analogy. <laughs> um. Gobi Desert match <laughs> <laughs> Warriors 12 defeated Sydney Roosters 10 Mount Smart Stadium just a touch over 14,000 Sunday afternoon football the uh, Warriors 12 came from tries to Sean Johnson try uh, to Sean Johnson Isaac Luke with a conversion and three penalty goals mm. the Roosters 10 came from tries to Mitch Orbison Connor Watson and uh, SST with one of two conversions
2: yeah, it was definitely their uh, their time for a rocks game there's been a, mm-hmm. a couple of diamond heavy performances in the last couple of weeks. And, yep, yep. And all odds, I thought they were going to come out and and blitz this game. Um, even our little our little punting punting circle that we had, everything was on the Warriors thirteen yep. plus. It just, just seemed like a, an easy yep. one. Um, and they came out and just rocks. Yep. And it was that that classic Warriors thing where it's I don't know whether it's a lapse in concentration or whether they're they're fatigued physically or what it is but it just seems that all across the field there were passes coming off hands or going behind players and dropping it over the line it was just one of those Warriors performances where it was only only a little bit off but it was off everywhere Um, to his credit though like Sean Johnson's obviously not 100% physically but he's just one of those players that when he when he need, knows he needs to inject himself in, he saw an opening and, and even with a carrying injury, just the ability to put on that try he did, where he sort of stepped was two, three players. Yep. And, and never had a right to score a try from the position he was in going back in the direction he was. Yep. Never had a right to score that try, but that ended up being the, the difference in the end. Um, Roosters fans must be doing it tough.
1: A lot of refs' fault in this game, especially. A lot of refs' fault in this game. And the Roosters are very, you know, they've they've almost, you know, su- you know, superseded Panthers fans as like the kings of ref's fault.
2: Um How are Panthers fans the kings of oh well,
1: Basically, because you're led by the king of ref's fault to start with.
2: Yeah, so there's one individual who is the king of ref's fault. No,
1: you get you, you you got some you got some other ones there that fucking don't mind, don't mind throwing a ref's fault around oh, when it happens well, to them. Well, any of the yeah. Panthers
2: fans that I see on Twitter
1: oh there's they're pro- all you know what this year I found they're better and the reason is because they don't want to be like the other one Yeah, the other one's become a powerful cautionary tale <laughs> <laughs> As this is what happens is you can be so twisted up in fucking hating refs and, and complaining about refs this is what you fucking look like and they're like oh fuck I don't want to look like that no way <laughs> it's like the before
2: and after meth photos <laughs> <laughs>
1: this is you on ref's fault <laughs>
2: Uh, Yeah, yeah. Um, I I, I didn't see a whole bunch of stuff to be... (laughs) Uber. Fuck, I I
1: swear to God, Cindy Cindy Swan's memberships went up fucking 25%. That's how much (laughs) rest (laughs) it was. (laughs) It's crazy. And look, I mean... uh, he's, He's... East fans will—they will deny that the Roosters will, will, you know, that for many years through their minor premiership-winning run, mm. that it was a declared strategy to give away a penalty rather than an advantage, you know, that could lead to scoring a try. Yeah, like it was—they—they they would even deny that, and they would just complain about the penalty count and the refs are doing this to them and—and and when. It's, it's what they—they they, they didn't play for penalties. No, that's right. They didn't play for penalties, but they didn't give a fuck about giving one away if it was going yeah. to, st- you know, stall the momentum of another side, put an attacking rate yep. like, on. like So, I, I just don't find—I—I I, I, I struggle to understand sometimes why they are so quick to assume the the victims' role, you know, in terms of refereeing when they you know, come and blame the ref all the time. So, that's 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 just me.
2: I I put it down to the Roosters at the moment in. It's purely an effort thing. Yeah. You have some players in there, and, and this is why it must be frustrating for the you know, non-refs faulting fans who actually have eyes and, yeah. and can look at their team objectively.
1: Yeah, that game was lost before, like, the, the you know, the, the the happenings at the end of the game, where you know, with the knock-on when it was, you know, yeah. it was pulled out. Like, I mean, even if focus there, oh, we should have been given a penalty and we would have kicked a goal and, you know... The thing is, like, there's so many other things that happen between, <coughs> between fucking point A and point yeah. B before you even get down to this point C where shit could have been rectified.
2: But it, you, you look across that field and there's guys like like Two Dads and Letters yep. who are busting their guts on every single play. Yep. They're trying to drag the, the team out of this shit fight. And then it, there's, pro, there's the rest of the players who really only seem to be interested every now and again. Mm-hmm. And it's just this lackadaisical, almost passive aggressive, oh well we're not winning and dominating so Yeah. So I'm not trying. Yep. Yep. Um which is must be incredibly frustrating for, for East fans. Uh and, and I don't see how how they get out of it. You know, people are talking about the players they've lost and the players that they've got injured or suspended or fucking whatever.
1: Yeah. I don't want to hear about their injuries. <laughs> Quite frankly, I won't hear they, that.
2: They still have a team on paper. Looks amazing. We were talking about it last week that should right. have beaten the effort the Warriors put out there. Yeah, yeah. Oh, absolutely. If you can't beat a rock's effort from the Warriors with the players they have, yeah, then there's deep issues at that club.
1: Yeah. Ben R forty-seven. The Roosters gave away so many points from penalties. I thought I was watching the Oakland Raiders. NFL humor. Angry NRL guy. That game was a symptom of the cancer on rugby league that is the Warriors. Adding the worst coach just makes it more disgusting. <laughs> so, how dare you, say? League underscore fan 81. The last time somebody got fucked this badly in New Zealand, Matty Johns was playing 5-8 for Cronulla.
3: Ooh.
1: <laughs> and uh, John 17, aka J-A-A-H-H-N-N 17. 2
2: out of 10 for quality.
1: 8 out of 10 for physicality 11 out of 10 for the amount of times I threaten my TV with copying a remote Hashtag squeaky bum time
2: Is John like is that intentional?
1: I assume so he's he's actually put his his display name as well as his handle so
2: yeah Well if we considered the fact that he might have Parkinson's or something just when he goes to type (laughs) He's just doubling up on everything
1: Uh Monday Night for Bitch Gold Coast Titans 30 defeated the Mighty Manly Seagulls 10 at Seabus 8,278 the fucking Jesus they're lying cuts. they're just the fucking worst like why can't they get like an NRL order <laughs> there was like fucking 65 people there like, <laughs> like come on man stop fucking lying
2: as, as they took the count yeah there were two planes crossing overhead in the airspace directly above the stadium.
1: Look, unless they've got some fucking sweats shop under the stadium or something that's, you know, the the fucking Adidas headquarters for the fucking Australia or something like... It's a hidden factory or something like... Come on, man. I really... I mean... Someone, like, it's not me, because, like, oh, my God, I have far more respect for my time. But somebody <laughs> needs to go to a Monday Night Titans
2: game.
1: <laughs> and manually, because you could do it. It's possible. Manually count the people at the 30-minute mark of the game. Yep. Manually count how many people are sitting in seats. Sure, yeah, yeah, you're yeah. going to have some ancillary staff and things like that, that it's going to skew the title. However.
2: Oh, well, it'd be pretty you, easy. You just, you
1: know. On Monday Night, one, in one, and, one of the ends has nothing. They shut it down. You can't even see in, in it. Guy in blue hat. Yeah. <laughs> guy in aqua. Oh, no. Sorry. That's a seat. <laughs> <laughs> guy in sandy yellow. Oh, no. That's another seat. <laughs> okay. Ignore all people who seem to form a swooshy pattern in the seats. Now, <laughs> that's not intentional. Their seats.
2: Interesting thing. Do they... Are they counting actual attendance? Are they saying that these people are physically there? Or are they saying that I these know. are how many tickets were sold... And so it's not our fault if these people yeah. all got sick and didn't come. Yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? That's yeah. the question. Okay.
1: Because I, I know back in the day, and I'm not talking that long ago, like I'm you know, talking like you know within a decade ago, the grounds were counted by media managers, coaching staff, social media people, who would just go, "Looks like about 18 to me. What do you reckon? 18 to two five six? Yep, done." That's what it is, and that's how you get a lot of skewed figures from the past, especially yeah. where like where ground records, you know, are like you know twenty twenty one thousand, and they couldn't ever fit that many people in there legally. <laughs> like it's impossible. But because it was done in, in those days, where it was just done by the eye, you know, the eye, line of sight and just the guesswork, which is really yeah. like the most unscientific fucking possible way now when they do like you know scan every ticket coming through the turnstile and they put out a figure of like 14,000 people go that's a fucking disgusting crowd and go, yeah it's because you think that that was 21,000 back in the day yeah it does look full but the ground doesn't hold that much <laughs> uh, so yeah, you know, basically what we're saying is they played themselves especially uh, around Brookwell um <laughs> For a fact, <laughs> um, the game though. Luke Douglas, Anthony Don, Josh Hoffman, Ryan James, uh, Nene McDonald uh, with tries. Tyron Roberts four or five conversions and uh, penalty goal. Uh, Manly had tries to uh, Jorge Tofua and Brayden Army, The curse continues and Corryceau with two one of two conversions. Although he could possibly be a goal kicking option because they both look fucking great off the boot.
2: Yeah,
1: like from the absolute touchline. So um, can kick. Can, can, can construct a kick that, that looks like, oh, you got a chance of going over. Like, and that's half the battle, isn't it? I mean, because, you yeah, know, we all remember Laurie Daly's fucking famous one. His, his,
2: <laughs> his kicks are the Gold Coast Titans. <laughs> so,
1: go for it. Oh,
2: but, again, I'll, I'll leave this one to you. They're the, your baby. But, um, just interesting that, again, when Manly playing the sort of games where... Um things don't quite go, you know, the tackles aren't sticking, people are getting carried out from thirty meters in field, kicks go out on the full. Yeah. Um it it is in this post Jamie Lyon dive era.
1: Oh, that's just fucking happens. It's it's also in the post two V in the coach era too. One hundred percent of it. <laughs> So, look. You know, you no, can go back. you f- really go back once. No, I can. You can go back further. Like, you can. You can take it back. It's, <laughs> it's. 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 It's a scientific fact that it's all since the Penn decision control of, of the fucking club.
2: Okay.
1: Hey, yeah. All I'm yeah. saying is before the not pens- everyone's a believer. I'm. I'm not. am not <laughs> a believer in the pens at all. <laughs> look the the. the the most pleasing thing about this game for me was, is that the players really look like they didn't give a fuck, and like they weren't playing for the coach, which gives me wonderful hope that that they, that they know what I know, and what other people know, and that hopefully they'll force the administration's hand into doing something, because that performance could be nothing, you know, described as nothing less than, than tanking, um... As evidenced by two or three incredibly soft, you know, tries from like you know two or three meters out, where it was like the worst missed tackles from people who are not repeat offenders, you know, or or you know, barely ever offenders in that front. So to me, it just it just seemed like there was a, a real, um, like just lack of fucks to give. <laughs> and hopefully, I mean, usually when that happens with teams, that's a signal to the administration to say, okay this coach has -hmm. has lost the the players and is not going to be able... You know, can they recover... Um, can they get them back, um, but the, the players aren't putting in. And this wasn't, a, this wasn't a, a factor earlier on in the season. And look, you can talk about the injuries and everything, and the injuries are awful. I think the injuries may even be worse than last year. I mean, they're fucking disgusting. And they added some more this year, like Liam Knight debuts, breaks, breaks his ankle on like his first hit-up or something. Um, you know, LA, he's out for a month. Uh, they'll get DCD back next week, I think. But, you know, you st- you know they, they get one guy back, lose another two. So, I mean, they, they're going to be in that kind of unique like Penrith the year before last, or whatever, yeah. you know, like, like, can we have salary cap dispensation? Because we need to actually fucking feel field the a, team. Field a team. We yeah. need to bring players from outside 21. So, yeah, it's it's absolutely dire. However, when you, the players that are there still have to fucking, like, they, they might not have the ability because they're, you know, not meant to be there. It's too early for them or whatever. But they've still got to act, you know, they've still got to put in. And, like, there's players there that just that weren't no fucks to give whatsoever. Is, um, um
2: is young Toddy Turbo okay?
1: I think he, I, th- I think what's happening with him is that no, he's fucked. He's playing on one leg. However, he's he's going to k- keep playing and have surgery at the end of the season
2: because he he wasn't right since yeah. the Penrith he,
1: game. He, yeah, exactly. Yeah, he wasn't right to, like through parts of the Penrith game. Like you know, you could see where you know where where it turned mm. around, and yet the dude is still like always one of the best contributors and jumps. I mean, mm. legend. Like both both of those kids are fantastic. Mm. And um, Matty Parcel he suffered from the DCE you know, problem, I've got to fucking do everything here because, yeah. you know, these, you know, these other cunts aren't going to help me so I've got to do everything and, you know, so, you know, some mistakes, yeah, he made some mistakes and, and ultimately injured himself because of that but, um, you know, like the Titans, the times were like, were perfectly adequate like, they had to, they they had to take advantage of like, you know, uncommitted defence like on the goal line and things like yep. that I mean, and, and they did and I mean, they, and the thing is, they didn't have to do anything spectacular, they just had to just, complete really I mean just complete sets and you know take advantage of penalties that when they got carted down the other end and that kind of thing Uh, which they did I mean mainly didn't have very many opportunities I mean they look better with the ball than without it but like fucking diabolical and um, this is as we know it's a results driven business and at this stage they've won as many games as they won last year but the, but I actually think that the games that they'd won you know last year I think they would have been a lot closer the games they lost, um, and Barrett needs to, you know, something needs to happen. He needs to, the the discussion needs to be commenced that perhaps you know this Barrett thing's not working out, and it's like it's I, I'm, I'm fucking disgusted in myself, but it's like the worse it gets for the Pens and Barrett, the better, the better I fucking like it. <laughs> and it's almost like if there's anything I can salvage out of this season is the the bullshit those cunts did last season to Tuvi and co Mm -hmm. and, and other staff members who I love, who they moved on as well, like universally have failed them. And it's too late this season to even recover to the point where they, the, where you would even give them, like, a pass mark or, yeah. or say they've recovered or retrieved something out of the season. It's gone past that, which is really satisfying to me, you know, so that guys like Donnie Singe, like, he, he gets moved on, but yet the team looks fucking unfit, you know, with this you know, cockhead from the Titans, uh, Dan Ferris, that they brought in. Um, you know, the Anthony Seabold, the guru, the guru fucking of defence from the Melbourne Storm, architect of their fucking brick wall. Well, the Storm have positively leaked points since he left them, um, and you know, obviously, Manley's defenses are incredible. So, yeah, you know what I mean. Like, it's fucking yeah. great. It's great that they think they know better, and they thought they knew better, and they and they wanted to shaft all these people for political reasons, and install them with people. And and when that happens, that political thing, and then it backfires badly when the replacements. The only way to keep the fans on board would be to mask everything with success, immediate success. Yeah, and yeah. the fact that things have actually regressed. Means that it's very, very satisfying for people who already didn't need a reason to fucking to like mm. you know hate the administration of the club, mm. and so um I, I hear there's going to be like some, <laughs> there might be some Brookvale protests on the hill and stuff, and I've had requests to make results-driven <laughs> business T-shirts <laughs> for for the hill for um you know, a, a mobilisation of um of people <laughs> at a Brookvale game just to send a message to uh to the the pens wow. and stuff like that so and you know what'm I'm, fu- I'm, I'm happy to do it I'll i 'll do it for cost price i'll i 'll ship no. it for i't give a fuck like if i can 't be there but <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll do my bit but um I know there, there are people who who are around the club a lot and early in the season when a couple of winds had come and you know and the the sponsorship thing you know with the the coconut water. There were people in the in the administration, you know, large of Greek descent, who used to be very condescending and smug, walking around like they're, like they were fucking winning, and uh, now they can't they they can't avert their eyes quick enough.
2: It's fantastic.
1: So it's 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 fantastic to see. And if there's anything I get out of this season, it's just like an immensely satisfying fucking you know sense of shard and fraud, like they're, they're the like it's a fucking gourmet
2: feast. <laughs> <laughs> now I'll tell you what. Yeah. Speaking of sensational. Yes. How the fuck is Ryan James not in contention for State of Origin? It's, like he was, he was, he was pretty good. He scored that try. I mean, it was the softest try I've
1: ever seen in my life. But um, his stats were only like, okay, though, weren't they? Like Ooh. at least up to halfway. Like, I mean, I remember seeing the half-time stats, and they were only okay. If we look they were adequate,
2: him, look at him on Sportsmate. Yeah, over the season. Yeah, six tries in fourteen games.
1: Yeah, but tries for a guy like him are very opportune, you know, opportunistic things. I mean, they're not like.
2: Yeah. Oh, he's not creating yeah, yeah. length of the field. Yeah. Brilliant tries.
1: I, I look into more carries and meters per carry averages and things like that, and I don't. I just don't think he's quite. He's quite there, especially when they come up against a side that's actually good.
2: Well, he's got a ninety-seven percent tackle success rate. Yeah, and that's good. He's averaging one hundred and twenty-eight meters per game.
1: Yeah. Which and that's not bad, but should. I think there is some inflated ones in there that have bumped that up.
2: Yeah. Um, you know, for for him, five errors. All season,
1: yeah. It's amazing what happens when you cut the hair. Eh? Like he's unrecognisable, both as a like a human when you look at him and as a player on the field.
2: Player. Six <laughs> tries in fourteen games for Ford.
1: Yep. Yeah, I be like I'm not going. I don't read too much of the tries because that's he's paying two hundred and
2: fifty-one dollars to be the NRL's leading try scorer. He can do it. No, he
1: can't. <laughs> no, he can't.
3: <laughs> no, no, he
1: can't. No, he can't because by your logic, he's going to score like eleven tries for an entire season, and um, that's already been surpassed by Guliugu. So no. <laughs> <laughs> the reason why it's $251 is because it's not gonna fucking happen, all right? <laughs> um <sighs> Yeah, you know, the turns t- t- weren't spectacular, but they were just kind of like accurate in terms of not dropping the ball when they did their passing things and and you know they, they took they took advantage of a defence that was n- not interested. And um T- and there's a time that where they came back, the we Manly came back, and a bit I think it was like yeah, 22-10 or something yep. like that, and then Manly were attacking and almost scored again, and I mean so that was the moment for him to, to fold and allow a fucking diabolically shit team into the game, and uh, and they didn't, and they scored not too long after, which was the final one for the match, and so and then got away with it. So are
2: probably the best example I've seen in a long time on of week on week improvement.
1: <coughs> well, they, they had are. a bit of a dip in a couple of weeks before the in uh, before this game, but um. But yeah,
2: yeah. It, but in in terms of they've started out the year, they're playing very very simple football. Yep. And now they're they're looking to the last couple of weeks they've expanded on that and they're yep. trying some of that. Yep. That more trying to play rugby league more chance league. Um, more or riskier yep, style yep. of play. Yep. But they, they also are smart enough that when things aren't going their way or when when the other team. Begins to look to to try to regain the ascendancy. Yep. They can quite easily slip back into that mould of just very simple yep. football. That's um, what they have to.
1: That's what they have. It reminds me a lot of of Manly of like two thousand and five or six. Yeah. There was a season back there where like it was one of the early ones. Maybe first one of Desira, and when you had like guys like Michael Monahan and stuff, and they literally won the first six games of that season by like five one out hit ups and a kick at the end like a big kick at the end and they won five the first six games I think and I think the first game they lost they came up to Brisbane the seventh game um, and actually had to you know score more points and and ended up losing because they couldn't Um, but yeah so that sort of thing can be be effective to like to get a team just used to you know playing together and that kind of thing like you know good defence and simple like error free you know, possession, field position sort of thing. But, I mean, they're trying to spread it out. I still don't think they're, they're not going to, uh, you know, light up anything with, you know, sparkling attack or anything no, like that. But, but, but again, yeah, um, that's the
2: thing. You talk about, you know, Des as a coach. Yeah. I don't think there's enough work with a lot of teams today on the very, very basics of the game. Yeah. And, uh, you know, people might say, oh, well, you know, they're professional, they've been playing all their lives, they should know that sort of stuff. Yeah. But if what you need to do is get in and drill your team on, don't drop the fucking ball.
1: Yep. Um, Imagine doing that with
2: the Warriors. Decade <laughs> of <go to> premierships. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. The the day they all develop the muscle memory to hang onto a ball, every other team's fucked. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's funny. The last of the last thing I say was,
1: was yeah. You know, the greatest trick that the devil the devil pulled was was.
2: Convincing people it didn't exist
1: was well, no, no. That wasn't the greatest trick. That was that used to be the greatest trick, but it's since been <laughs> surpassed by his latest trick, which was convincing convincing manly fans that that Des Hasler returning of a coach wouldn't be a fucking bad and palatable <laughs> thing. I swear to God, I would I, I would never have even entertained it. But after, at the moment, I'd be like, "Well, fuck yeah, you can come back time you like." You
2: see, you see the LeBron James and manly other Cleveland fans. I don't think
1: so, because, like, Cleveland never won shit. I mean, we win shit every all the time. That's okay.
2: No, no, but like, from the point off, he left and everyone fucking hates him.
1: Yeah, yeah. And he comes back and he's like, oh, <laughs> deliver us. For- <laughs> Honestly, you could, you could install, you could, you know, you could shank fucking Barrett and install, like, you know, I don't fuck anybody. Brian Smith, I don't give a fuck. I don't, you know, it's just great to see that this specific ordained person... Is so fucking clearly incompetent and woefully unable to you know to perform the, the functions of their job. Uh it's it's just so satisfying yeah, to see.
2: Absolute master stroke by uh, Gus Gould.
1: Yeah, not about Gus Gould's master stroke. Because oh, well, he, really he lost is. the other he lost cause, cause at the end of the day he lost Cleary and, and, and he's got Griffin in there at the moment. So yeah, we've gained um, cleary though. You know, well, yeah. We've
2: gained cleary mark too.
1: Yeah, but not for yeah, not for very long though. No. Four years. Yeah, here we are. Yeah, before then, wait till, wait till, wait till, dad, wait till, wait till dad signs on. that <laughs> will sign on somewhere, and that contract'll find a way to yeah, evaporate. Yeah. That's it. Um, and like I'd have Ivan. I mean, dude's got Manly blood coursing through his veins, so I mean, he's 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 welcome. Mm-hmm. I mean, this whole this whole business of you know coaches who haven't played for Manly thinking they can come and coach you know, it's so like you get the fuck out of here, you fucking blowing cunt. <laughs> um, Mario Seegs, our injuries can be a reason for us to miss the eight, but not enough to justify making us the worst team. Hash Barrett out. That's time you got on board, Mario. At Angry Stink, 15 games in 2015, Manly had the same amount of wins. Which of you fuckers is going to beg Toobs to come back? And he's tweeted that, at the Seagulls. <laughs> Sorry, Karim, you're blocked too now, I guess. Um, at Hammers, all aboard the Titans train, destination September football. Yeah, I'm not so sure about that. I mean, the fact that the Yields are going to lose their points, I, I guess is going to be the critical the critical thing there. Yeah. Um, at Unki D, Trent Barrett is a Donald Trump of Australian sports. Started as a joke, now he's here. He has no idea what to do. <laughs> a rare, a rare emer- um, emergence from the cave of Unky yeah. D. He's rare, rare appearance this year um, at on a daily basis. Given up on wanting Manly to win games this season. All my hopes and dreams are for it to get as bad as possible for Barrett. Ash for spite <laughs> at Mup twenty three. Losses are results Ash loss driven business uh, At Eagle Eye Kiwi The key difference Between this year And last year Is that Willie Arm Doesn't look out of place In his manly side <laughs> Best tweet And Ryan was actually At that game So fucking You know uh, Big ups to you um, Broncos Raiders Doggies Sharks Knights Cowboys Panthers, And Tigers All had a bite Previews of this week, almost a complete week in the, in the Origin Week. Mm-hmm. I guess first we need to talk about Origins happening tomorrow night. Uh, tonight, I guess, as you're listening to the show. Have any thoughts on it? I can't see a pathway for New South Wales to win with the team that they've put on the field, especially yeah, if okay. it's uh, dry weather, as, as we expect. I mean, it's been it was, you know, beautiful today. I mean, it pissed down all weekend, all, all Sunday and Sunday night, but it's it was beautiful today. Um, yeah. You know, today uh, tomorrow is going to be the same,
2: only, I believe. The only thing that works that Fields are rivers of piss from... Gronk Queensland fans Not being able to Use a toilet Like Normal human beings Um But you're right I, I really don't see And We've been over the, the selection Fuck ups Yep Many 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 times Everything from From Moylan at the back Yep Right to fuckhead Schizo schnitzo At the front And Um Yeah I, I can't see a way that, that New South Wales Get around Queensland
1: yeah, I think I think Queensland have um, more points. I mean, they can talk about targeting Dylan Walker they like. I don't think that's going to really be fruitful for them. I think nah. what's going to be fruitful is just dry weather, and they're going to be able to get the ball wider, more accurately, and and faster. Yeah, uh, and and just just f- thing things that all fall in their favour like footwork and yeah you know, stuff like that you can't do on a wet on a wet pitch. And I think that's the difference. That's all they need. I mean, they, they've got New South Wales covered. I don't think New South Wales really has a lot to offer. No. Attack a lot more than what they they've shown already, no.
2: um, especially when you look at things like uh, you know Matt Scott is yep. worth more than both of our opening props yep. put together yep. in terms of grit and attitude yep. and, and effort. Yep. Uh, I, I don't think there's really a place on the field where we we have an advantage or have an edge. Yep. Um, yeah. So Queensland, I don't think they'll blow it out like they did in game three last year. But but no, I think
1: I think they'll win fairly comfortably. They'll be very fucking surprised if New South Wales win. Very, very surprised. Mm. Uh I honestly I don't see a pathway.
2: Just um, from here I hope that Laurie Daly gets fucked off and yep. they and they finally understand that we need a coach mm-hmm. because New South Wales don't have the luxury yep. of all of our team playing together in so many different aspects of the game, right from junior football right up to club level club to representative football. Yep. yep that we actually need a coach who yep. can formulate game plans mm-hmm. and and give players instructions. We don't need the ex-player legend. Bellamy,
1: Bellamy had his chance too and couldn't do it. And he'd be the guy.
2: He'd be the guy. I think Bellamy's a very different coach now than he was even five years ago. Mm.
1: Um,
2: yeah. you, you look at players and players keep improving throughout their career. Yeah, Everything we know about Craig Bellamy and how he coaches and how he treats his players... I see no reason why he wouldn't be a much better coach now yeah. than he was five years ago.
1: Hmm. Maybe. Okay. Actual games this week Friday night football. Penny Panthers take on the Rabbitohs at the Muddy Puddle. Rabbitohs are fucking dead set, diabolical. I mean, you know, barring any guys getting killed in Origin. <laughs> I mean, <I've>, you know.
2: <laughs> Which is an actual real concern. It's you always joke a joke about con- that.
1: It's always a I mean, it's,
2: you know, you joke it's, about that but it's Matt Moylan.
1: Yeah, it's, it's it's Penrith. I mean, like, you guys, I mean, like, yeah, hasn't hasn't hit you quite as badly as she, but it's still fucking hit you. Like, <laughs> um, so... The, so the still only still the thing Reggie's. that saved
2: us is fucking Jamie Lyon Dio yeah. <laughs> has has taken the rat of the injury gods away from Penrith <laughs> and transferred it to Manly. Oh, we, we were
1: getting fucking injured well before that, don't worry. Um,
2: yeah, look, um best teams on the field Penrith win this game comfortably Yeah. Uh, it's looking like um, they're playing cart right in the number six again mm-hmm. which I'm not convinced is his position yeah. I, I think he is much more dangerous out in his usual position on that right hand side um, playing with the guys that he came up winning competitions in the under 20s through yep. but uh, <laughs> so he shot the bed you know, he yeah, and he's not
1: coming. He's, he's not come back. hasn't
2: hasn't done enough. Um, yep. old old Sigiaro looks like he's out the door as well.
1: He's not like fucking mid-season. They say.
2: Did well. He he didn't show up for their game.
1: And isn't that funny? That's like Sigiaro Like at a time when when hookers are dis- imploding everywhere. I mean, he could get a June thirty fucking deal. Like yeah, you know, he can come to yeah. Manly. Get a June thirty deal. Well, a-
2: apparently. Um, that shit going on at, at Star City and being photographed yeah, with, yeah. Uh, the with known, known and, yeah. gangsters and fraudsters yeah. has done him no favours, and other clubs are looking at it and going, look, it's not worth the risk. Jeez. So, for... It's not like he's fucking, you know, getting shootouts and stuff. <laughs> yeah, look, yeah. He, he's never going to make it onto the greatest things that never were, list. Um, he had a lot of potential, and, and good yeah. things were said, and he had some, some good, good games up in North Queensland. Um, but... You know, again, if if clubs are looking at him and saying he's not worth the the off-field risk...
1: Yeah, there must be a lot of fucking shit that we don't know about then, if they're, if they're saying that. Because, I mean, on the evidence that we have publicly, that's a little bit of a harsh attitude, I think. Yeah. Unless there's specific instances of stuff that's, that's internally, you know, knowledge that hasn't managed to find, And I can't understand why that would be the case, you know. Yes, things find their way out easily these days. Yeah. So... But, uh, no. But... best. Panthers should fucking win it Penetra. easily, but, you know... They should win a lot of games, too. Yeah. Easily.
2: I'll have my, uh... <laughs> hemorrhoid ointment... <laughs> ready. Lovely. Newcastle
1: Knights take on St. George, Illawarra Dragons... On Saturday afternoon. Jeez, who fucking cares? Ay-ay-ay.
2: Fuck. The Dragons are struggling... When the Knights are paying $2.93 for a win. Jeez, that's almost, And the shortest the Knights have been in I a long I was going to say, they're, they're paying $8 for every other team. That, wow. Fuck. Um... Again, the the dragons should come out and and win this. There's something in me that says the knights have to win a couple, maybe yeah. for the seasons. And, yeah. and are the dragons a team to to do it against? Probably not. As ba- as bad as the dragons were against yeah. the depleted storm outfit.
1: Yeah, like they could be, but I just can't see it.
2: Yeah, I just um, can't see it. Unless Pippi Longstocking just comes out and just explodes, obliterates them. Yeah. But, uh, no, I think the Dragons should take this
1: one. Sharks take on the Warriors Saturday afternoon at Reclaim Australia Stadium. This one
2: depends, again, very heavily on Origin. Yeah, I mean, there's a few guys there that need to come through Origin. However, I
1: mean, outside of that, I don't think Sharks got it covered. Wade are we back. What's that? Wade. Yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, I I think I think the, I think I think sharks are fine. I've got no mm. doubts in uh, in tipping them whatsoever. I mean, they've got they've got <laughs> great structure in defence and I don't think that structure is gonna break down in the face of you know what Sean Johnson's gonna bring. I don't think the Warriors are quite there, you know, with that unstoppable shit.
2: Yeah, agreed. But worst case scenario, they lose gallon, they lose for feeder. Yeah, if it's
1: an absolute bloodbath and uh, you know, and there's just you know, it's just an injury fest. Then
2: there's a lot of guys that can is drop. Galen, is Gallen going to be backing up? Like, you'd, you'd probably... Well, maybe not for feeder either, because he's not the fittest fucker in the world, but...
1: But hey, no, yeah, if it's, it's, not, it's not the longest turnaround either, Saturday yeah. afternoon from Wednesday, but um, I think that Gallen's the kind of dude, I think, that would play if he could. Yep. You know, unless he injures it, but he's, you know, very injury I
2: really hope during State of Origin, though, that Corey Parker has a word in his ear. About bite? not going past your use-by-date.
1: Oh. Oh, and what's he going to list to, Corey Parker? I'm just talking about State of Origin. Oh, so fuck this, you fuck off, greyhead.
2: <laughs> no, I just don't fuck, think Gallant should be a State of Origin team. Fuck sure. off, Poppy. <laughs> um,
1: yeah, no, I think Sharkies. I've got no yeah. doubts about to be in Sharkies this time, which may be one of the first times of the season. Canterbury bankstown Bulldogs versus the Broncos. ANZ Stadium, Saturday night. It's not. It's not. It's just not Friday night. It's not Friday, Saturday, but there's still not no a big daylight. turnaround. Not a big turnaround. Uh, who's gonna get rested? Are the people gonna get rested? Wayne doesn't he isn't averse to um pulling guys out yep. on the day of uh look i'd- w- I'd wanna tip the Broncos but then I think well broncos
2: have looked a little bit vulnerable recently,
1: yeah, and and they've and got far far more players to lose and and you know playing underdone than the the doggies are gonna
2: have yeah. I just, I just struggled Popper the doggies there like, yeah. yeah I know and I, the doggies have had a little bit of time off yeah so you would think that Des being Des has drilled them on a, a couple of things and they'll come out fired up um I'm going to go on a limb here and tip the dogs
1: yeah I'm so, I, I'd, I'd make my uh, my final decision you know seeing who actually backs up what happens tomorrow night but you know, I'm tentatively going to go with the dogs as well mm-hmm. and your mate Tavita Pangai Jr in you know, number 15 for the Broncos he could provide some X factor oh,
2: for them. Yeah, great. He's just <laughs> fucking scrouge stomped on.
1: <laughs> Doesn't sound so enthusiastic. Gold Coast Titans take on the Canberra Raiders at Hope Solo Coliseum.
2: Um, probably the toughest game of the round, and it's all—it's almost flip a coin. Even then, you know the the Titans being at home isn't really a huge advantage no. for them cause it's no only flip go. a coin
1: for me because. It, it, because uh, you know, are the Canberra Raiders going to play their best That's and turn it. up?
2: Are you going to get the Canberra Raiders that, that can grind out and?
1: Mm. Well, I mean that Leilua and it. Rapana show would fuck the shit out of the Titans.
2: Yep,
1: absolutely. F- I mean, like put it this way: they were making like Willie Arm was doing shit. Yeah, last night. Mm-hmm. Like, if he can do shit to you, then what the fuck are you going to do when Bj comes rolling yeah. through?
2: Um, you know, Caesar coming coming back to the Titans yep. I don't think there's any animosity there but you know people no. always want to play well against their old club yeah um, yeah, I think just based on the fact that the home isn't any sort of advantage for the Coast I'm going the Raiders yeah
1: same Melbourne Storm take on the West Tigers in <laughs> Melbourne yeah <laughs> <laughs> What are you laughing at? St. George get
2: him the week before. Yeah. <laughs> Tigers get him the week after.
1: Yeah. But now, this is one that I can't imagine that Craig will be looking to take. Um, pre- providing people don't get get slaughtered in the, the origin game, I, pre- I presume that the, you know, your cronks and your smiths will will be backing up. Yeah. Um, he certainly won't be resting Munster again this week, I would say, and uh, and Blake Green at the very least. I mean, he, like, he he purposely rested his entire spine. <laughs> like, you know, the remaining members that weren't, you know, disqualified from playing. Yep. Uh, that's not going to happen again. I mean, the Tigers have been showing something, you know, mm. improvement, I dare say, over the recent weeks. Eh. Uh, look, still far too inconsistent. Down in Melbourne, if this was like Campbelltown or something, I'd almost, you know, say, look, you know, they might have <laughs> a chance. But um, I think if Craig Bellamy's willingly tanked the game the week before... Mm. He ain't going to do that twice. No. Uh, so I expect someone to come out and win uh, fairly yeah. well at home. North Queensland Cowboys take on Mighty Manly Seagulls up at 1,300 teeth. And Manly <laughs> side. who the fuck is going to play in this team? Like, I mean, more injuries to... the like where where are the halves? Okay, so they're gonna put Dylan Walker back in halves. Cherry Evans coming back. I don't think that's a given that he's gonna be back. Uh Caruso, uh goes to nine where he failed several times at the start of the season. Oh Nathan Green in eleven. Fuck me the 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 pantry is fucking bare. Like there are no players left. Uh the Cowboys are gonna win my fucking a yeah. cricket score. Absolute cricket score.
2: Trent Barrett's about to lace up. He's the next. This option. could be this
1: could be the one. This could be the one that fucking gets him out of there. The, that's that's the positive you yeah
2: know. you'd expect so
1: that's the positive side that I mean there should be there, it, it won't be the one that you know he won't get fired immediately after it but it's got to be the one that seriously starts the conversation if not you know I've, I've no faith for those kinds of going the, what they're doing running the club mm. uh, the Roosters and the Eels with the uh, buy this week and uh, yeah the more you put on the more you get back and that is full time for episode 227 thanks for listening everyone as always you can interact with us on twitter so follow at TWI league also on facebook facebook facebook.com forward slash this week in league so make sure you hit the share button like button or something actually I I think I forgot to put the fucking post up for the episode last week I was so fucking busy Um, you you were in
2: full blown aids last week
1: full blown aids and like so fucking busy and doing the most aggravating of jobs to like getting an existing website that I've done and then taking it and then redeploying it in China on Chinese hosting. So negotiating and buying hosting in China and then getting all the emails, the welcome emails and all that sort of stuff for it. And that's just all in Chinese trying to figure out how to fucking set it up. And then translating all the content of the website into Chinese as well. Like, and like had a Chinese translator, obviously feeding me content. But when you're making changes to that as well, it's like, you know, it's like change this part what part so you're looking it's like you're matching characters <laughs> Like, it's, <laughs> like it's like it's like code breaking not like fucking reading <laughs> like oh, it was, it was it's so like Tom Hanks movie so unenjoyable but but uh, but but rewarding <laughs> financially <laughs> because when you charge by the hour but um oh just and when you're sick though too it was just very unpleasant and I just forgot so, uh, apologies for that, and as a result, no new iTunes reviews this week because probably people are like, oh fuck yeah, the episode still came out though. I mean, it's like, yeah, you don't have that many excuses. I mean, you make your stepdad cry when you pull this shit. Um, so, <laughs> listen, no, to me. I'm fine with I'm fine when there's no reviews
2: because that means you're not going to hear X Factor jam no up your ass.
1: 100%. 100%. 100%. <laughs> so, look honestly, if that's not a red rag to people out there to do a review for next week, you know what to oh, do. <laughs> Fly monkeys. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Supercoach The Wendells remain in first position Ram and Robbo back up to second NZ underscore Magpie 54 in third Then we got uh, Silver Foxes The Pool Sharks Fijian Eels SFC Bobbers Too Much Tuners And Puds Picks So unfortunately The Scottish Street Fighter Is out of the top ten no. um, So we can't say that team's name This week It's very fucking disappointing So far This round of tipping's not over Because they include Origin in there. But um, So far Desi's Ducks on top, tied with Lemon, tied with Whitey, so three at the top, and I think David Kingston, I think he was on top um, last, I think he was, was he on top last round? I thought he was, but um, he's dropped back into second, like one point behind, uh, tied with JB, and then we've got Bulldog, Wixie, Norts, s and and that takes us through to eighth, and then we've got Tucker on ninth, and there is like... 10 guys on the next level so it's close to get in on 74 points which is 6 off the lead but then we've got guys like Ryan Finance John Zambelli Erebus Chaos Pud99 Michael Rothery Do Says underscore Zero Five, Ben Diggity and Axe is on so there's a lot of fucking names we've never seen before in the tipping and uh, we'll see how they get sorted out I guess over the next uh, little yes. while Lovely. Um, that's it apologies to the over two, uh, 2 hour crowd but it ain't gonna happen this week either state of origin so, stay, I mean we still to getting a four, a four match recap fucking weekend out to an hour fifty is pretty fucking ridiculous but um next week an almost full round of action plus state of origin so I'm sure you uh, larger episode lovers are going to be uh, very happy with what happens so hopefully we're over all the aids and back bigger and
2: better next week enjoy your football tournation